Hey Dwalls and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels from across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we continue the riveting, spellbinding black romance novel called Where We End and Begin by a Nigerian novelist named Janie Garu. If you're tuning in for the first time, bienvenue and thank you for joining us. Today we'll be reviewing chapters 12 to 22 of where we end and begin but hold up before you carry on please please be sure to listen to our first chapters on the previous episode because we'll be sharing some spoilers and other important developments of the novel while you search that episode be sure to also check out our equally romantic books such as a perfect find by tia williams and before i let go by kennedy ryan as always in this love shack of ours we call our podcast we welcome all different types of love tropes and we know for sure we've reviewed something just for you and on that note Let's go get him. Okay. Always starting off giggling, man. Like, it's just. <laughs> It's just like there's always something tickling the girl. I don't know what. All right, guys, welcome back. As my anti-giggle co-host said, um, we are continuing our journey through Where We End and Begin by Janie Garo. We're doing chapters 12 to 22. And as always, guys, I'm super excited, super giggly about it, super in love. So let's get into it. So where did we uh, leave our lovers? So the last time we saw um, Dooney and, and Obi, oh. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Like I was, oh. we we just spoke at the oh, same time. Oh, we're on a time. nickname basis now. That's my husband. Okay, my husband. Where did we leave, leave Dooney's man and Obi? So Dooney's man, Obi's man, Dooney and Dooney's man and Obi are not the same person. Dooney's man and Obi. Are they two different people? No, no, they're a collection of a group of people that belong to only that group. The people outside that group, well, you know them. So anyways, last time we saw them, um, Dooney was taken by the an instant wave of tired that was brought on by crying through the night. She was muffled cries. You have to emphasize muffled cries. <laughs> All I imagine when you say that is that picture of SpongeBob biting the pillow. That's exactly <laughs> what that or the dog facing the other side and going. <laughs> That's what I mean by muffled. Because you have to emphasize muffled because she is refused. She's she's in her home. It's not safe for her to express feelings. So you have to. <laughs> You have to describe it as much. Express feelings about Obi. Let's be yeah, okay. So, anyways, but then Obi talked to her in, and he said, "I never." He said in Evo, "I never stopped loving you, not for a day, not for a second." <laughs> and I said, "Please, I've got to have more." So then we pick up in chapter twelve, which is a flashback into the past, and uh, um, I do have to say, I love the the flashback chapters more yeah um definitely more poetic in my opinion yes and mm-hmm. i think i think i just enjoy Obi's perspective more mm-hmm. 
like it just i don't think because also because they're younger it's more juvenile and free and like but still like anyways yeah i feel you like it starts out this chapter and she's talking about he associates the sun with like different emotions so when it's a cloud of course this is contextual to the weather in nigeria they are just below the equator Mm -hmm. it is as hot as can be Mm -hmm. so this there's not many non-sunny days Mm -hmm. so because of that he associates harsh blaring sun as like the sun being angry and a cloudy day is the sun being in a good mood but because it's again we are in nigeria the sun is almost always out Mm -hmm. he believes the sun has temper issues and i I don't disagree but i love it Mm -hmm. um either way he's out on an angry summer sunny day yeah a saturday and he's serving rice and stew with his mom and Mm -hmm. they have a routine he's used to it nothing new nothing changed except for the fact that a girl in a very nice dress with a voice that he recognizes comes up to his mom talking about can i get this much for this how many naira i don't even remember how much she said right 200, 200 naira okay and um he said oh no oh no why you come to my job <laughs> but other than that he's also like no because he is describing the past how he has felt a little bit ashamed of where he's from so the fact that the love of his love of his life is here asking for rice and stew (laughs) and like he said he froze he absolutely froze by the sound of her voice um i froze too and i said um why is you here girl like but she does tell she said i had a craving for your mom's rice and stew and she wants to What's interesting is the mom um, compensated her meal. I would charge her triple. No, I think <laughs> I I think she did it more of like she understood just by how they're behaving with each other. That there's yeah. something going on between these two. And what what did Obina's mom say? Don't if you come here with fire in your head, you'll be only you who put, put out, that, put out the yeah. fire. So he's already sensing sensing here like oh there's this nice girl she looks like she's wealthy and what's she doing here? What have you involved yourself into? Talking about. I missed you. Duny. Girl, do you know there's cartoons on today? Go watch them. This also shows um her privilege as well. Okay, because let's yeah. get into that. Because there's a moment after he serves her that she, she says, can he walk me to the car? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's asking her, like, what the hell are you doing here, girl? Yeah. Um, And she's like, I want, was wondering if you could go for some ice cream in the cinema. And I was just like... I think I wrote down, I was like, poverty steals your childhood. Yeah. Because it's Saturday and she's thinking about the cinema and ice cream and he's serving stew. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's never been such a, a more stark difference between the two. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she doesn't understand that. And that's what drives me insane about Duty. Like, it's just like. <sighs> she's not concerned she does not consider it because she she's never lived her in life that world. never required yeah. her to have that courtesy at all so of course obi's mom is looking and she's like okay and i really like this small little snippet about obi's mom um talking about him looking at his mom being like you can always see in her eyes what she's communicating to him mm-hmm. and it reminds me a lot about anybody here who has african an african mother understands the when you go to someone's house and they oh, offer yeah, you food yeah, he did or say they that. ask you things you have to turn your head to the left 
and look at your mama. Yeah. And depending on how her eyes are shaped or what color <laughs> they are, it's either a yes or no answer. And I love them. <laughs> we went to his auntie's house when he was younger. Yeah. And they were offering him, I think, Puff Puff and Fanta. Yeah. And he looked at his mom. His mom's eyes said no. He's like, no, auntie, forget about it. The most sick part is his mom his will mom be like, him. no, no, go ahead. You That's can, the part I don't understand. Go ahead and try. So you're gaslighting me, manipulating me, and then top <laughs> coercing me. What's going on? That's actually true. And then beating him when he gets it wrong. Yeah. So then I'm just like, girl, but also the question should really be, why do you take your children? to the places where your enemies live at why am i here bro <laughs> not gonna lie to you when i read that small little snippet about what his mommy's doing when he was young that shit made me laugh because i'm just like it's so sick it's so sick anyway i just thought i'd share that point because he's talking to dooney yeah. and trying to understand why this girl's here today mm -hmm. and he see his like he's like despite the customers in her face mm -hmm. his mom is looking right at him mm -hmm. and i just i understood the fear man i was like why is this girl here bro yeah and he he he's like can you go home he's not kind about it. he's like i need you to go like get out of here and yeah he's like yeah and I'm just like, girl, if you don't get your driver, Paul or Sam, I don't remember his name. Paul, you got it. Paul mm -hmm. to, to go and, and take you back to your house in Lecky and leave us alone. Yep. Um, And it ruins his whole day because the whole day now he's like <laughs> preemptively preparing for a beating. <laughs> yeah, of course. I too would. In fact, I would actually just go find the wooden stick or the, uh, the brick, whatever it's going to be this time. And I'm like, here, let's just get over the trouble. She's in trouble. But his mom doesn't say anything. She no. feeds him everything. And then right when he's about to be like, mom. And then he's like, nah. And he's like, okay, good night. And then she's like, ah, 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 ah. Yep. What the hell you doing bringing rich folk around my around these parts? Yep. Okay. What are you doing? And and she says the whole thing again that Hannah said, like, I already told you, don't go to that school and look for trouble. Don't bring trouble to my house. Yep. Because I've lived a simple life. Yep. I'm trying my best since your daddy's not here. Yep. I'm not going to help you with whatever you do. Do not do it. Mm-hmm. And then she says, what do you think that girl is? She's fire. She's trouble. Yep. And I was like, hey, hey, man, she yeah. ain't wrong. <laughs> hundred percent and his mom was emphasizing like i have peace now when your father left like things were tough but look i'm trying to create a life for us yeah. you bringing or oh, big boy having this girlfriend this rich girlfriend is trouble don't do it yeah. like why are you doing that to yourself exactly um and the interesting part about the ending of this chapter is just like you know he usually doesn't pray yeah but that night he said lord i Please. pray for forgiveness i pray for willpower i don't know what else he prayed for he essentially prayed for please take these feelings away i do yeah. not want to like this girl bro obi me too <laughs> i've been there <laughs> damn no i've actually prayed one time i said god please i'm begging you if you could just dissolve the feelings <laughs> dissolve them quickly my life would be so much happier i would have peace <laughs> i'm just saying i'm 100 percent. and did it work resonate. it did not <laughs> you know the thing about prayer it has to be consistency but then the outcome takes very long <laughs> but a year after that yeah i was good jesus christ answer my prayer um well like like Hana over here Obi's <laughs> prayer also went to the uh voicemail um it's never instantly you know what <laughs> i mean you gotta wait you gotta wait god ghosted you and Obi because <laughs> uh I, I can tell you right now that that prayer went on to answer but before we get to that chapter 13 mm -hmm. we go back into the present 
and she's woken up in his t-shirt he's left her a toothbrush in his bathroom come on Chantel um and now she's gone downstairs he's making her breakfast like I don't know why Obi kind of fried eggs (laughs) he said sausage I said okay (laughs) <laughs> Orange juice, coffee, tea. I say, I'm going to have anything. Girl, after that, I would have simply called Christopher and been like, never call me again. We're going to get to this conversation in the future chapter because I would have done the exact same thing. I'm not wasting any time here. Like, this is this is my man. My man. My man. <laughs> Continue, girl. I'm like, do not call me ever again. <laughs> if you call me, my husband's going to pick up. Listen. But anyway, so she's sitting there and she's eating. Is it this meal they share? No, 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 the next one. Yeah, not this one. Um, but then they do eventually end up talking about, you know, they're talking about the talkings of things. Yes, they are. I like how you said talking about. You don't want. You don't want to re-traumatize yourself. Is that what no, you're No, I back? don't. Because okay. he's like, why? She's like, why didn't you never call me back? Or yeah. you never call me. You never emailed me. You never did nothing. Yeah. Um. No. What do you need? No. What is Joe saying? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. TikTok sounds played in my head like sirens. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, and he he essentially says something that literally made me go, oh. He's like, I felt ashamed. Like, your mother made me feel ashamed after what she did. Mm-hmm. And because of that shame, he couldn't bring himself to call her, to talk to her. And he kept waiting for the shame to disappear. And mm-hmm. days turned into months. And mm-hmm. months turned into years. And years turned into, you know, more years. Thank you, Adelia. Decades, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she kind of sympathizes with him and is like, is it like because of this shame is this why he's worked so hard to like gain all these things like you know and she's she's kind of looking at him and they're looking at each other and he looking back and she looking back next thing you know oh is that the bed (laughs) you're so sick oh is the t-shirt that I had on on the ground? I was not expecting this to happen I so was. soon. Oh, you were? Okay. I guess I was just making <laughs> Um, But yeah, you know, she, I don't know how he, his shirt ended up falling off his body, but it did. And she saw the scar across his back. And that's when I knew, oh, what did this mother do? Like, I, like, I really cannot wait to reach the point of the, of the book where they recap that, that treacherous day. Because the way it sounds, it was very violent, very brutal, very unforgiving. Um, she kisses the scar in his back, and I think that he apologized, and she's like, "Don't apologize." She and doesn't just apologize; she says sorry in Yoruba and Igbo, and which is yes. So she says sorry, and then I like the way Jane Agaru is talking about like it's almost like the sorry in a different language. Yeah, it's makes, more expands it more. Yeah, like. Because you can always say sorry in English. And actually, you know what? Sorry in English is a very casual thing to say. <laughs> it is. I say sorry to chairs when I knock um, them over. At times. I yeah. think that's just more habit than anything. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. It's a habit. So it's not meaningful at all. But when I think when she says I'm sorry in Igbo and then says in Yoruba, it's more of like expanding the depth, the meaning of it. Like I'm genuinely sorry. And I really mm-hmm. like that. Um, and she kisses a scar. And, yeah. And you know, they get 
they get to the doing of it. She took her ring off. Now, yeah, she said, <laughs> let me just quickly. Wait, wait, no, before even he that. takes her ring no, off. No, 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 before even that, before even what? that. When they were in the kitchen. Yeah. And she looking at his back. And she's thinking to herself, like, this is not the scrawny Obi of, of then. This no. is a different man. But then she started thinking about um, the first time. Mm-hmm. They did the do, mm-hmm. and she knocked the orange juice. The flashback was so strong. Oh yeah, she, she did. They spilt it. Oh, and that's why he had to go yeah. change. And yeah, notice and she one followed thing. him. He was wearing gray sweatpants. I highlighted <laughs> in my book. I don't know why. Don't ask me questions, folks. Anyway, so that's how they end up going upstairs. Him changing, and then them getting to doing a doing. Um, but I like the way he took her ring off. Just like you know, girl, you don't you don't gonna need this. Yeah, and he she said the weight of the ring replaced with the weight of his lips seemed like exchanging the bad for the good. Writing, writing the, the wrong some wrong. Yeah, I, I wrote that too. They make love in an unworldly sense. That's what I typed down here. Why? Why did I say that? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um oh yeah, I know why, because she pointed out here, I think, in 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 between of everything that no other man had given her that same pleasure, that same need. Um, Obi is the love of her life. I don't know why she's dealing with that that man. I don't know Christopher. Um, and then there's a scene where they describe their palms touching or meeting with each other. With the palms, oh, where they the have scars. That scar. It's almost of them rekindling, continuing where they left off. And I thought that was really cute. A very cute um, what do you call it? metaphor, or what do you call it? What do you call that in in English literature? I don't know, but you know what I mean, girl. <laughs> and then is that all you got for that chapter? Because that's no. what I wrote. Damn, what was what else did you write? I also wrote. Oh, he talks about how she looks now. So okay, and I brought that. I wrote it down because she keeps saying how the only image of him she has is okay. the eighteen-year-old, but he's also looking at her, and she's like, "He's like you. You look so different, girl. Like mm-hmm. you got boobies now and ass." <laughs> That's what she wrote down, Adelia. No, no, but what I did write down, uh, because she's like, "So you don't like how I look?" He's like, "No, no, no, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be mistaken. I like how I you like look. what. Listen." Yeah. But I'm also almost like certain Dooney could come dressed as like a, a, a cardboard box and he would have been like, yeah, my dick is hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he says the image of teenage you is the uniform. I, in the uniform is what I've only is only what I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I wrote is that they so now they start, you know, they do the do again. Okay. And uh, he's the jane says they stopped grasping at the past they relished the newness that the new familiar they had a new familiar yet uncharted area about their you know yeah and when i wrote down that um homeboy i think it was her she said make love to me and i said okay that's what i got guys (laughs) thank you i was told not to do too many quotes you got a lot of them, which is fine. As long I'm here to tell you in the words it's okay. of I Conor am... McGregor, I like to apologize to absolutely nobody <laughs> because I'm gonna have more quotes. That's okay, girl. That's that's. Per- I'm happy that this book has brought you so much enjoyment. I'm actually enjoy reading beyond the plot, and I've told you this already be- before, Delia. I love the writing. Like, mm, 
She is a seamstress. She is stitching words, okay? She is putting poetry upon poetry. She is picking up from her ancestors. She's looking at the future. She has looked at present day and she has put in a masterpiece. That's all I'm gonna say right now. But Jane Agar, you deserve these flowers, those flowers, and them flowers. Is that English? No. Anyway, we move on to chapter 14 and we go. We're still in the present day. We're still time. in the present day. You're right. We are. Um, and is this the <laughs> the day after they do their little thing? Um, I think it's the same day. Same day? Okay. Because, yes, it's the right. same day. She takes a nap because, you know, he, <laughs> he, he put it down. <laughs> he took it to Pound Town. Okay? Pound Town. Just let mm-hmm. Pound Town. Um, and she she wakes up and he's downstairs and guess what he's making? He's making, making rice and a father stew. stew. <laughs> the way she likes it, his mother's recipe. Oh a man who can take care of a house. <laughs> Forget that. This whole book makes me so emotional. Don't like I can't. I've been thinking in my head that I could. No, I don't want to say it. No, so no, bad. tell me. I was about to say that. Obi, let me cater to you, cause baby, this is your day. Let me put your do rag on. You know what? For Obi, I would because yeah. he's yet to give me a reason otherwise. He's and so as I sweet. say every mm. time, y'all, if y'all want me to be on the woman's side in the books, give me a reason to hate the guy. You guys make them almost too lovable. He's so lovable, so sweet. Um, and I think you described this already to me uh, when we talked about this very briefly. You saying that you like. A soft man, but you know, I know what exactly what you mean by the softness. Yeah, he's very compassionate, very empathetic, and like even when she's studying and observing him, who he is now, Mm -hmm. she's like that that timid boy. I don't see him anymore. Yeah, but I see a little bit of it. He's a little, he's more confident, and I really like. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving. I'm liking it. Anyway, so this is the day. uh, This is the same day, and he's making rice and stew for her, which is such a sweet gesture, honestly. Um, And he's telling her like, "Oh, she, you know, she's only four days in Lagos. Her flight's tonight, or is it tomorrow? But she gotta leave soon, okay? Her job is calling. Christopher is calling. Her (laughs) friends are calling. Her grandma. Her grandmother is saying, "Baby, you gotta leave. I'm, I'm not feeling good vibes." (laughs) You know what I mean? And he's just like, I don't want you to go. I want you to stay. Stay with me. And she's reluctant because she's like, I have a whole life. Oh, before that even happens. Yeah. Or am I wrong? Adelia, do your thing. Do your thing. No, no, you're right. So she says. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like, do me stay, please. Yes. Um, and she starts saying all that nonsense about I have a life and this, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's asking her, like, are you in love with Christopher? Right, right. And she looks at him and she says, it was difficult to tell Obina the same lie she told everyone else. So she was like, no. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I'm not in love with him. <laughs> Christopher is just a Chris. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, well, you can't just come into my life now. And then leave. Like, mm-hmm. I'm intoxicated by you again. And he's, she's like, it's been 12 years, my guy. Like, we don't even know each other. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, give me a chance to get to know this duty. Like, let me fall in love with this duty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Then he's like, duty, please, Biko. You know, that's pleasing yeah, evil. Yeah, Biko, yeah. And, um, I'm sorry. 
tutorial. I just love these characters They're so cute. much. I for, I wrote down here something really cute, and this is just this is a testament to Jane and Gar's writing, because when because obviously Dooney feels guilty for sleeping with Obi because she she is engaged. She's on fiance. Oh right, I forgot about that. <laughs> we always do um and she talked about feeling guilty and then i think jane nigar described it more of like guilt was like sand in a meal that she was enjoying impossible to separate so she ate them both the meal oh. and, the and i thought it was a very interesting description to describe her guilt and i just i don't know i think this is just again like me emphasizing like i really like the writing of this book and how she's able to just stitch poetry into it and you know i'm a poet girl so you know that yeah. shit gets me smiling i'm gonna steal that from you jane well done i'm trying to find where you said that i where think you... it was in the beginning but okay. anyway um as we're having conversation actually they hear no before that i just realized the yes. whole place time that he's begging her to stay they were back in the bed <laughs> so <laughs> they said is it after or before the uh, uh, fighter stoop being I think made it's before okay because um he's asking her about it about what's his name and how they met and mm -hmm. how they met through um her mama and oh, yeah. um yeah and then he's like so please stay but he like pulling at the duvet and he like anyways y'all y'all should read page 111 <laughs> that's all i got Okay, it ain't a lot because, you know, Jane is not Candy Ryan. But let me tell you, she gives me just enough to keep me going. Um, I just think I just think the two of them are perfect. Like, I want to be are. a fly on their wall. Okay, creep. So, yes. then we hear a chime. The chime is a doorbell. Guess who's here? No, no. So, she woke up and that's when she goes downstairs. She sees homeboy making the stew. Yes. Gigi's here. Gigi's here. She doesn't knock on the door. She just walks in. Yeah, because they're besties. Right, that's true. Ah, this is when she started asking some dumbass questions. I'm just saying. So Gigi is there, and she's like, oh, Gigi, I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we didn't even coordinate that. <laughs> you and I, sick. Spend way too much time on the internet. Yeah. Gigi, Gigi. I love you. I Especially love right now, it's like you. New York Fashion Week. It's perfect. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to rewatch <laughs> that whole compilation. Um, and so I think they have, I think um, Obi gets a phone call. So he has to go upstairs. Yeah. So this leaves Gigi and Hadid to have a, <laughs> I'm joking, do need to have a conversation um, about anything and everything. Of course, like, you know, we met Gigi at the uh, Tiwa's engagement party. Yes. And Dooney did say that she loves the way she laughs because she laughs like wholeheartedly, like she means it. And I think uh, Dooney... I think also a few pages before, Dooney mm -hmm. has a real laugh and she says that was like the first real laugh that she's had in a minute. Aww. I wrote down that like, Dooney's laugh for real. That's, that, <laughs> that's sweet. I'm happy that she's learning. It's not like she's learning. She's back with the man that got her giggling. Fair enough. Swinging her feet, you know? Mm -hmm. Smiling ear to ear. <laughs> Playing with um, her hair. And they just have a conversation and she's just like, yo, like, Obi, like, ugh, I love him. I don't like Christopher. <laughs> and Gigi's telling him, telling her, like, girl, you should stay. Like, don't go back to Seattle where the, where the dumb fuck you came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wherever city you came from. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to say that. Um, and Who are you offending in Seattle? I, I the, the hipsters? Like, it's okay, girl. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so sorry. To who? I don't know. Um, do I mean it? I don't know. Sorry. No, no, sorry. 
I think it's okay. So, okay, fine. We move. Um, and Gigi's like, girl, if you love that man, then stay. stay but you're missing all the 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 important parts, which is <laughs> like how Gigi and Obi met. Yes. Okay. So Gigi and Obi, the the reason I'm waiting is because Duty asked thought to herself, "Oh, do they sleep together?" Yes. <laughs> yes. She was thinking to herself, "How many?" many geldam has always run through and she asked she's like how many yes and Gigi says girl i don't know <laughs> i really want to understand though the the why jane made him a, a village whore? bicycle <laughs> yes um maybe i'd maybe love to know her reasoning for that there's nothing wrong with a man being a whore <laughs> what i think it's only wrong when men are whores seems like he's a very careful whore like you know consensual protection. no no that's not the issue i just want to know why like obviously the the, the given reason is that yes fine yeah, whatever whatever i didn't want to do the obvious one to forget her forget her but maybe he just wanted enjoyment for this life i did <clears throat> damn so he didn't make one serious connection in 12 years and this is what I was telling you in the first episode. Because she's made connections. Yes. Even if they're shallow, but they're connections. I was telling you in the first episode, like, how do you how do you know that this person is a right person for you? 12 years later, y'all, like, you still have that connection? How? How is that I possible? If you ask me personally, Duty and Obi... <laughs> why are you laughing? No, go ahead. Duty and Obi were destined by the gods, okay? Mm -hmm. So they had no choice. They're spiritually bonded. Um, I, I I don't know I don't know I just find it interesting like because she's obviously it's not like she's had great relationships post him but like that's more so because she can open herself up to others because right. she's thinking about this person and I know it's different for men and women because you know women aren't always given the free landscape to run around and be whores yes but I just want to know why he was the whore yeah no idea um maybe one day when we meet jenny gara we can definitely um ask these questions because there's so many things that i i i need answers for i i also need these answers but anyways yeah they yes. Gigi and him have not hooked up no he met Gigi not. at her first movie premiere which yes. sucked and everybody was lying to her face and he sat next to her because she looked bad and he's mm -hmm. like what's up and she's like i feel like everybody's lying to me and he's like, yeah, the movie is ass. Like, you're great, but this movie's hot garbaggio. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I need new friends now. And you're going to be one of them. And that's how they became best friends. And we she's actually... only there, actually, to come and collect her own stew. Because apparently he only makes it, like... Once in a blue moon. Yeah. And so that made me think to myself, look at you, Dooney. This man said, let me go and get... Let me just go and take my time and make this stew for the love of my life. I know, but it, now and I'm my thinking about it, it, it probably makes him sad. It should. No, like not to think about Dooney, but like because it's something his him and his mom did every single day. And right. like to make it probably reminds him of his mom and she's clearly passed and like, oh, Obi. I'm sorry, I just want to put him in my arms and like I pat knew his back. Say just that. That's why I went quiet. I was waiting for you to say that because I know you love to Hug a broken man. That's um, not true. So, the thing is, don't y'all feel things for I characters? Do. I absolutely feel everything for Obi. Like, what his life, he doesn't deserve it at all. But we move. 
Um, and Gigi has to go to South Africa because she has some sort of. Um, she's got to film something. She's got to film something. So she leaves and says, like, yeah, I have to go. Um, and Dooney, you know, says, you know what, Obi, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to stay with you. I'm not only going to stay with you. I'm going to follow you to your little resort. Yes, because he has like a house in some beach off the coast of Lagos. Um, I don't know. Or something. I was like, oh, beach house. Okay, Hamptons. I thought you said a hotel. Is that a hotel? Because he gets there and the receptionists are like, hello, Mr. Rinze. Oh. And he like does it for like. Um, oh, right. Okay, yeah. So he has a place that he's rented out um, at, I don't know, some beach. I don't know what the name is called. Um, but first, you know, my girl needs a change of clothes. So she has to go to her parents' house to pick them up. And she's like, yeah, I can go and pick up some stuff. He's like, no, I can drive you there. And of course, it's alarmed me because I thought to myself, why would you want to go back to the place where this wretched day happened that they keep describing to that day, that day. But he's again, like he's so it's almost like he wants to he wants to put it past him. But I'm just like, sir, you just they just described like you have a scar on your back and like you're so traumatized by it. Like, why do you want to go back I, to that place? I'm going to I'm going to offer off something here. It might be shocking. I know. I know. But perhaps he's healed in 12 years. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and forgave. Maybe. Did you ever consider that? That's fine. But that's not. But mm, sure. He forgave. But if someone puts we harm forgot to on say, me. Sorry. If someone puts harm on me. They share I'll the stew. Devastated. Yes, they do share the stew. <laughs> and, you know, you remember that episode? Uh, not episode. That chapter where they talked. When he first shared the stew mm -hmm. with her. When they were classmates. And like she was loving it. And he's like, Yeah, here's, you know, here's a spoon. They still here's split the meat. They still split the meat. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, let me tell you, Delia, woo, girl now. <laughs> Guys, you, I'm, I'm scared. Gonna be so annoying for the rest of these episodes. I'm so And that's sorry. okay. I'm watching you. I'm seeing your face. <laughs> I see how you get excited. Okay. I love it. I really do. Thank you, Delia. I'm I love sorry. it too. They share their stew and then now they're on their way to. But, but back to what? Hana. Yes. They're Hex. on the way to the mom's house to pick up her things and Obi um offers to drive her and she's like, Are you sure? He's like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I saw your mom a couple times, you know, during the twelve years and right. like, we waved maybe. They didn't they wave. wave. They, they did not wave. They just saw each other. They we see each, each other. other. But that's it. Yeah. Um, and then we move on to chapter fifteen, which is a then chapter in Obi's um voice. And this is after this is the morning, the Monday morning after he told Dooney, girl, you don't belong here. Stop coming to my workplace. Yeah. Go scram. <laughs> Disappear. <laughs> scram. Um, I love the way I just opened up my nose and I saw I wrote here her knee no longer um waiting for the weight of yes because you know they have this thing now where they well they've always yeah. had it since they were kids where they had their knees on top of each other next to each other and then he's just like now he's going to his class sitting next to a new girl named Molly because no. Dooney has Move. refused to no, sit no, next he, to him he's sitting with Emeka and uh, and Dooney has switched with, with to sit with, with Molly. Molly yeah Ugh. But she's made it so very so obvious that she doesn't want to sit with him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the quote thing, like her knee no longer yeah. um, waiting for the weight of, of him. That was cute. Well done, Jane. I see what you did there, girl. Um, And so eventually, 
Now, Ameka, the first time they introduced this boy to us, he was rude as hell, asking, talking about, oh my God, look at Obi. Poor, poor, poor. Dude, <laughs> Not father, poor, poor, poor. Poor, poor, poor. Look, your father has done it again. We're another another one here. This one's this one makes a father stew and, and rice. Ha ha he he. Ameka, no one's laughing. No one's laughing. But over over the course of this chapter, Ameka seems to be he a possible friend. Me. Yes, he is a friend. He's a boy, a foolish boy, but foolish he's a friend. One. Yes. Um, and Ameka does something really sweet. I don't know. I don't know why he did it, but I guess it's sweet. I he's a, he's a friend. I guess whatever. Um, he basically comes up with he orchestrates this plan. Um, by kicking everybody out of the class once mm-hmm. class was done. And, of course, Duny is so upset about what's happened with her and Obi. She doesn't even realize that everybody has left the class. And when she picks up her stuff and looks around, she just sees Obi. Omeka is just like, you go do it, boy. It's up to you now. Because <laughs> Omeka realizes, <laughs> well, everybody realizes that Obi and Duny are meant for each other. And so now they're alone in the classroom. And the first thing Obi says is, like, does he apologize first? Yeah, he's like, Duty, I'm sorry for how I spoke. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't actually mean it. And he confesses that he was ashamed and he has this like want to be somebody. And I think because Duny is I guess like above him in terms She's of She's more class, than above. Her na- people say her last name and they know who her father is. Listen. So she she's, she's like she's like princess. The way they they describe Duni is almost as if her father is like Dangote or Otenola yeah. or somebody yeah. like a big like, man. Yeah, like her name means something in that country. Mm. So she's the daughter of a thief, you guys. <laughs> um, and for for someone like Obi and for someone like me, I'd be like, damn, like this is a lot. And you and he's said it before. I want the moment I saw her, I felt like I wanted to measure up to her. I, I wanted to I wanted to be somebody to her because she's she's everything. And I think that's Oof. the thing people don't realize about being poor. Mm-hmm. Like because I don't think, even though they describe Obi as like not confident or anything like yeah. that, I think we're just really mean to poor people. Absolutely. And I feel like. As inspiring as it can be to be put in to an environment like this, it reminds me of like there used to be this program um, in America. Mm-hmm. Like they did it for a couple of sessions and it, it had a negative effect where they took a poor kid and a rich kid from different schools and they swapped them, kind of like wife swap, but for schools. Mm-hmm. And obviously the rich kid was like, this place is the ghetto. Oh, the mm-hmm. ghetto. Mm-hmm. And the poor kid, when he went to the rich school, he didn't feel like inspired per se. He felt really bad because he thought to himself, how is it that a school that is not that far away from where I'm going has MacBooks and textbooks from this year? And like, I have to go back to this shitty ass school. And I think when you take kids out of an environment and you put them in an environment like that, they almost have no choice but to feel like shit because like you just feel less than I remember I felt that way at my international school too like I went from very much being a George Walmart kid and then going to this school and I was like oh my god I do not fit here like I yeah I do not know what these things need what are these brands please uh much do you guys know what Walmart is I love Walmart the giant tiger Mm. (laughs) eight yeah 
you feel bad. And on top of that, I feel like when you're in a school where everybody knows that there's that one student who is from yes, somewhere exactly. different, they're going to isolate you. And I think like that's when in the beginning he was like afraid of like, oh my God, like how am I going to, like he talks about High School Musical where all yeah. these sex. And he's just like, how am I going to fit in? Like who's going to, you know, take me under their wing and be my friend. And that's why he's so drawn towards Dooney because Dooney, you know, wanted, you know. She was nice to him. She was nice. Outside he, of his initial feelings. but Of like, course. And then he even asked, like, when she, and when, when he's like, I want to be somebody, he's just like, yeah, and she's like, you're going to be somebody. And in his mind, he's thinking to himself, why me? Like, why is this girl yeah. obsessed or, like, why does she like me? And her response is a response that she's going to say throughout the, the chapters and hope maybe even until the end. She's like, I just do. For some strange reason, I don't know how to describe it. I can't capture what it is. I just, I'm drawn to you. I like you. What it is. And that's how I know they could possibly be soulmates. They are. Because they she are can't soulmates. describe it. You know what I mean? You're just drawn to somebody for who they are. And she likes him just the way he is. And um, I think that makes him feel reassured. And yeah, and, you know, they make up. They make up. Yeah. But he also points out, he's like, when you saw each other outside of our uniforms, it became clear, like yeah, crystal clear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because we can all, I like, I went to a uniform high school. It makes it so much easier to blend in. We're all wearing the same ugly ass shit. Yeah. Like, but when Civi's day came around, yep. you're sweating a little bit. Like, you don't, you're, we express ourselves through our clothes, through yeah. our jewelry, the way we do our hair, our makeup and things like that. And obviously if you have enough coin to express yourself fully, it's mm-hmm. different than like, you know wearing that raggedy shirt you do to sell rice and stew in the market yep so but yeah but i and i sometimes i i understand when she says like um i don't see you as that like you shouldn't have to worry about that that's cute that's cute girl it's just not that easy you know like the fact is that it doesn't matter girl it doesn't matter you still see him as that as well i'm sorry you come from a privileged eye like you you see it your mom sees your father sees the school sees it like we cannot ignoring it or you know just like oh it's sugarcoating it doesn't doesn't make i I would i would hate that doesn't make the situation any better or makes me feel any better generally anyway this is the first chapter where they kiss as kids um and (laughs) it was cute not you giggling too (laughs) it's cute because they're they're because when he asked why me, why do you want yeah. me, she's like, just do, and then they kiss. I, I thought to myself, this is cute. This is absolutely cute. And then I think as they're having conversation, Dooney talks about her mother and her father. Her mom likes to travel. That was leisure. before they kiss. Was it before? Yeah. So after he says, like, why do you actually like me, man? And then she he says, like, she never gave me a list. She just said, I just do. Then he explains, my mom is difficult right my dad has an image of me but he doesn't actually know me yeah um and it's almost like i belong to him and then she says i wouldn't mind belonging to you obi that's sick and then she says (laughs) i hate that and then he says you are mine and i am yours (laughs) i'm sorry y'all i love this book so much i can't and then he whispers i belong to you and then they kiss. Okay, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't capture it in detail. I just wanted to like. Let's I just went back to the page. Let's get to the good part. It was the first time Obi and I kissed a girl. It amazed him how touching lips could trigger so many sensations. But then he asked Homegirl if she had kissed anybody, and she's like, "Yeah, I kissed a couple guys." Then he said, "You know what? Don't tell me the rest of the details. I do not want to know." 
Well, she gets jealous too because now, that's the thing. Now their boyfriend and girlfriend will. She claims like you know now you know now that we're kissed. No, she said officially... we've been boyfriend and girlfriend. She said we've been. Yeah, she's like we've been. She's like I've been chasing the girls away. Are you mad? I thought she said once we now we're kissed we're like this we're tied to each other. We're she tethered. says no now for sure like you can't I don't want to see you talk to any of these useless girls here. And I love <laughs> you know what she did say that and then she said you don't know how many girls I had to threaten this week. Exactly I said this week, this week? threaten. I don't like that. Um and then Dooney <laughs> Obi offers, doesn't either. <laughs> that's scary. That's really scary. And then Dooney offers um, Obi to meet her father, um, which I thought it was. She doesn't even. <laughs> she she said. By the way, in case it wasn't obvious, you're my boyfriend now. <laughs> and she says, so tell those yay girls you to yeah, back yeah, off. Girls. And I was like, um, sweetie, we all here for the same education. We all here for it's the same possessive. education. And she named them. She was like, there was Abigail, mm-hmm. Innie, Lara, Molly. Um, Even Molly. No, she said once Molly told everyone we were no longer talking, they started acting like fools. Yeah. <laughs> She's very sick. And, and you know, Obi's sorry. He, he's starting to feel a little fly. And she said, don't even. Not gonna lie to you. I think some guys like that. Uh, shit, I'd be like. They feel <laughs> gassed up when you say. I'd be gassed when, too. And they'd be like, oh, so you talking to who and who and who? Yeah, not on my watch. Tomorrow, you'll see me with a Glock Glock. <laughs> no bullets though. Please. Just, you know, I'm joking. Just a, just a fake little trigger. Anyway, now we move on to chapter 16. And we're back in present day. And as you know, we left them driving off to Dooney's mom's house to pick up her things because they're going to go to uh, the place that Obi rented um, on the coast of Lagos. So the gates open, um, we're there, and you can already see that Obi's starting to feel a little bit worried, and I would too. She's tense. The trauma. A tense because, you know, this is where it happened. This yeah. is where all the shit went down. And Dooney reassures him, five minutes i'm gonna take all my stuff don't worry i'll be here in five minutes will you be okay he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll be fine i'll just you know <laughs> sit in the car and just wait for you to show up and so she rushes into her house and packs her louis vuitton stuff i don't know if she has louis vuitton but i'm assuming she has like jimmy shoes and stuff i'm pretty sure it's a louis vuitton briefcase i swear to god i did not make that up i i don't know girl i'm not disapproving what you're saying but at the same time, I just genuinely don't know. So, yes, let's go with Louis Vuitton. And, of course, like, he he's probably worried, like, what if her mother shows up? Like, you know what I mean? What if she changes her mind? What if her mom forces her to stay and, you know, I don't know, ties her to the bed and la da 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 Yep, she grabbed her Louis Vuitton travel bag and shoved clothes and undergarments into it. So it was Louis Vuitton. I don't know. I Come may, on, I Louis Vuitton. As she's packing, yeah, Agba shows up. <laughs> like a ghost. <laughs> That's how I describe <laughs> That's why I described it here. <laughs> because where did you come from? Now her grandma is asking, where have you been? Honestly, you didn't come home. You said we were going to go see the pastor. And she's like, right, right, the pastor. Yeah, yeah, it's not happening. And she's like, well, well you have to travel. She's like, well, I'm not going back. Any- well, I'm, I'm, I delayed the flight. And now her Iagba is just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's just like, what have you done? I'm not, I'm feeling something. I wanted you to go see the pastor so we can pray because I had this dream. I'm feeling like something is yeah. wrong. And of course, like she's just like she's packing up her stuff and just like, no, like nothing's wrong. And then I think she I don't know how Iagba brought this up, but she talked about, yeah, I've been hanging out with my friend. And then Iagba is just like, what friend? Hmm? You all have friends now? <laughs> <laughs> you like to hang out with your friends? Who are these people? She says, Yeah, just a friend. And 
warns her to be careful because she just has a bad feeling. Like yeah. some, there's something that she did. Like she keeps asking her, what did you do? I thought to myself, oh, it's just the cheating that she probably dreamt about. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She also fo- she can also see into the future, I guess. I don't know. Maybe she saw something else that Dooney did. I don't know. I haven't gone that far. But maybe Dooney did something crazy. At this point, I also assumed it was the cheating. Yeah. I, I thought too, but I said no. Yeah, but it's, it's smart. A wise woman. I thought it was a cheating. But then the thing is, she'd already had the dreams that she would crash on the yeah. plane. But then she didn't crash on the plane. So I was like, so maybe it was the cheating. Like, maybe she saw that she was going to... the Like, it was a, a metaphorical crash of the relationship with Christopher. Yeah, because... But then Ia Agba's dreams are also more literal. Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure, but I was like, maybe it's the cheating. But then she does something hurtful to Ia, Ia uh, Agba. She says, you know, this superstitious stuff, like, it's not real. Yeah. And she hates that word. It's a slur. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then and she was like, oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to say superstition. She's like, ah, just be careful, girl. She, she, you can say that. Thank you. Now I'm just going to walk on over to my room and have muffled cries too. <laughs> Why is everybody crying in this house? Because you can't, you're not free to express yourself. And then, you know, as I was reading this chapter, I said, there's no way, there's no way her mom's going to show up. But lo and behold, Dooney's mom, who I don't know her name, shows up <laughs> and says, where have you been? <laughs> and more of her, where are you going? Why Honestly. are you packing up your stuff? And of course, Dooney is now, I don't think we've seen them have um, an argument. Whether in the no, past or the present. Just... This is our first time like seeing yeah. them sort of like maybe raise their voices or like have an actual like conflict. That's not passive aggressive. Like it seems very direct. Um, and Dooney's of course reluctant to say anything because Obi's literally downstairs. <laughs> yeah in the car. and she's promised him just five minutes yeah. just five minutes because he's nervous as fuck by this time i'm thinking it's nine minutes and yeah. i know he's just like yep 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 the mom caught her y'all they're beating up right now and i don't know what to do um and dooney's just like well i i'm going somewhere she's just like no <laughs> where do you think you're going she's like well i'm going to um i'm going with a friend i'm going with a friend i'm, I'm going to see somebody she's like ah a friend nicholas obina and that's when I started, I'm not going to lie, I gassed a little bit. Why is that gasping? Because something about, something about um, Dooney's mom scares me. Maybe like, her harsh face and the yeah, fact that her, she's always a bitch. She's just, an, she's just evil. <laughs> it's evil. Um, and Dooney's just like, okay. And her mom's like, well, you're engaged to Christopher. Okay. Like, you have things to do. And you're out here gallivanting the streets of another man. <laughs> she didn't say right. that. But essentially, that's what she said. Even if she had said that, what are you going to do? Beat my ass? I'm 30. Fair enough. And Dooney says, well, I need time. You know what I mean? I'm not going back to Seattle anytime soon. I just need time to think. I need to try and to think, like, between the man that I love mm-hmm. and the man who I don't love. And this gets him into an argument. Um, and something weird happens. Because she's raising her voice. It's just like haven't you done enough? Like you have tortured me. Like you're a yeah. terrible mother. She didn't say a terrible mother, but she's basically, you know, you know she throwing words, that. throwing words at her. And her mom does something so strange to me. She grabs her, ha- her hand and says, almost like in a, a soft voice, like stay. Like I know I can't stop you, but stay. And I thought that was very strange. I said, you will not manipulate me. <laughs> you will not make me stay here. I didn't even notice that. I did. And I said, that's so weird. And then I started to realize in future chapters, 
maybe there's a reason why she said that and we'll get to it but i just is it in these her past chapter she has the conversation with obi about yes and okay. that's when i started to realize myself is it because of she's what clearly her had something through? violent happen to her exactly but um you know i'm i'm not gonna lie to you guys i finished the book <laughs> i'm glad you finally told the audience <laughs> that you spent the whole weekend finishing the book i finished the book and it was beautiful and I even cried a little. Oh, okay. You did? The last I'm gonna line. let everybody know here, Odile is extremely moved by this book. <laughs> extremely moved. Like she has had a physical reaction to it, which honestly I don't blame her. The writing is fantastic. The plot is amazing. We love the characters. Janie Garu, honestly, like I would give you if I had a Nobel, I'll give it to you. I'll pass it on. I to give you a Pulitzer. Oh. Um I I genuinely love the book. So I do know. I've not spoiled anything yet, but obviously based on the group of chapters we're talking about now and the fact that um, Obi mentions that it seems like something violent has happened to his mom, which causes her reaction to him. And I think I'm with Dooney on it of like, sorry, we're jumping, but we'll get back there of like, okay, that's fine. Something violent has happened to you. I'm assuming it's domestic violence on, you know, fine. But when you take into into consideration that the person that she's bullying or being upset at was a 17-year-old boy, it kind of throws all that shit out the window for me, personally. Again, you men are not okay. You're beefing with kids. Like, I what are you talking about? Go to why. therapy. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, my, my forgiveness is so fleeting for you. Like, yes, yeah. this horrible thing happened to you. Absolutely, this is bad. I understand where you can get triggered for whatever reason. But you're literally beefing with a 17-year-old child. Yeah. And again, it is up to Obi if he wants to forgive. And clearly, he's on the road of forgiveness. His mother's prayers are clearly working through him. Mm -hmm. I, for one, like I said last week, we would have squabbled. But yeah, yeah, that's all I got to say on that. Um, I 100% agree with you um but we'll get into that because i had some well i haven't i haven't read the whole book but like i haven't i i just think because when obi brings it up at some point I'm just yeah like, that's no excuse i'm sorry <laughs> you tried it though yeah anyway we move on to chapter seven so she manages to get into the car and her and obi Do, are gonna obi's drive like pacing oh yeah he's, he's pacing, nervous he's yeah um, but when he sees her he's just like oh god it's such a relief she hops in the car she's like don't ask um, and they drive over to the place that he rented. And then we move on to chapter 17, which is a then chapter. Also, I would like to say mm-hmm. last week I said, um, I said words about who I think each character should be. So I've come with two. Okay. I think <laughs> because when I was reading this chapter, but I also, put down. Also, if they're going to be Nolanwood actresses, you have to explain it a little bit because not everybody has watched Nolanwood. I'm literally going to tell you their names. Okay. And all you simply have to do hey, is go on Google. Fair enough. <laughs> so for Dooney, I think Dooney should be, and yes, you're going to be shocked. They have the same first name. It should be Beverly Osu. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was in Chief Daddy. Actually, both of them were in Chief Daddy, actually. Um, but Beverly Osu was in, if you ever watched Jennifer's Diary, love that series. She's in that. Um, and then I think Tiwa should actually be Beverly Naya. I think Beverly has like the perfect little British accent to go with her character. Um, and I love her. Actually, in my heart, I would want Beverly Naya to be Duty, But I think because of the British accent, she should be Tiwa. 
and I think she has a personality, a very like stush to be, you know, a little Brit, a little Brit girl. And that's all I got. My cast development will come in the upcoming weeks. Thank you. I'm so very much looking for an Obi, and I can't. He's just gonna be the guy on the book, y'all. I love this guy on the book. I stare at him every night because it's on my bedside uh, table, and I'm just like, uh, Obi. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anyways, chapter seventeen. There's a place for that. <laughs> for what? For that type of mental illness. What, what are you talking okay, about? Okay, so <laughs> lusting over an animation like this. I'm not lusting over an animation. What do you call that? I stare at him every night at <laughs> a bedside table. What is? What do you call that? Because the book is on my bedside table. There's a place for that. And his character happens to be on the book. There's a place for that. I'll send Don't. you a number. <laughs> All right, chapter 17, the then chapter. I'm only playing with you, girl, but I'm dead serious, too. Um, so oh, here I wrote, young Dooney and Obina are cute to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adelia. <laughs> it's just, it's the ad-libs, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're taking me out. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, so chapter 17, then chapter. So this is, now they've made up their now girlfriend, boyfriend. Dooney's about to introduce Obi to her father, who sponsored obi to be in the school for this yeah. year anyway so it makes a lot of sense to be like hey here's a boy that you sponsored who's also my boyfriend but she doesn't say that um so i think they drive a mercedes g-class or whatever it is i don't know cars but i know it's a nice car and also back home having a mercedes benz is actually everywhere in the world in the world a mercedes a mercedes man like having a mercedes is like okay now you've come up hmm? you're moving on up um of course obi is completely like afraid afraid of meeting this man but he seems like a very he seems like a, a father you know what Before i mean asking even, you questions even that like yes. duty's now convinced him to meet you yes. know and she says kiss me <laughs> right in front of his dad her dad and he's like Dude, this girl that I like, this one, her head is not screwed he on properly. He troublemaker for doing that. Yeah, and then she's, she's like, please. He's like, okay. And he closes his eyes and she just like leaves him hanging. And I've only brought that up because he, they do it again. Yeah, they do. It's it's like the thing. Um, And she laughs. Uh-huh, you think I'll kiss you in front of my father? Uh-huh. You're so silly, Oe. Of course, not in my voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so they walk up after that whole cute little thing and him calling her a troublemaker. They walk up to the Mercedes G class wagon with the rims in Renaissance colors. So again, this is the early 2000s. <laughs> so all of this that you're saying is <laughs> false. True. Anyway, um, of course, Obi is afraid. I would be afraid of meeting. Like if I was Obi, I'd be terrified. Like this. I also, I would This man. You already gave me the money. <laughs> Fair enough, but he, remember he's a timid child. Oh right, I forgot. My God, we're talking about Obi, not Odilia. You see, these are two different. But you see how they're both O and O. There's a place for that. <laughs> okay, so he asked. He, you know, they shake hands. He has a strong handshake, and just like, yeah, okay, it's nice. I hope you're studying well. What do you want to do after uh, you're done? He's like, well, I want to go to business school. Go to business school at Unilag, Unilag. University of Lagos. University of Lagos um and again to that conversation and just like yeah like you know yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna do um and he actually offers to drop obi to his home and obi only uses public transport <laughs> and obi's also like Skrit. we like, are why? leaving the estate king exactly like, we're going to the hood okay 
Um, and then something sick happens because just like the witch that she is, Mama Dooney <laughs> rolls down. Her okay, window. so in the two thousands, they did have automatic. I know it's a Mercedes. I know she's not. So she goes, you know, <laughs> drive a roll down the partition, please. This is a glass. We're at a school. I said drive a roll down the partition. It's please. not a partition. It's a window. I know, but I made a little Beyonce reference. So take it as it is, and. Her mom just looks out just like, hmm, maybe, maybe you should just let him go where he needs to go. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. have to come with us. Uh, you two can finish your discussion uh, another time. You reminds me of. <laughs> what what of? is that Nigerian clip from that movie where she's like, please, you stink of poverty. <laughs> like, that's what it's giving. Like, the way Honestly. he acts to, to him. Yes. Like, oh, my God, do you smell the stew, too? Like, chill out very sick and that's why i said it's something sick happens because i don't like the type of behavior like you can clearly see she has a dis detest testament speak english your father she hates good. poor people she hates poor poor she and does. she hates every single one of y'all i see because i said y'all including myself <laughs> um but then uh Dooney's father's like nonsense let him come with us and yeah. so he takes a little body and bloop, pops himself into the back seat leather seats it smells great obi's mom obi's mom Dooney's mom is at the front Dooney's dad is obviously driving and she can see from her rear view mirror Dooney's trying to hold his hand Dooney's trying to hold his hand and the mom just she she clocks it she's like mm -hmm. and obi pulls his hand because he's a respectable young man meanwhile Dooney leaves her hand where she is and i feel like she's trying to she's always like testing she knows, her mom's patience exactly. yeah she's testing her mom she's being rebellious which honestly when you have a mother like that i mean it's also do. fine for you to do that you're her kid i'm not yeah so and i could get in big trouble which he kind of does yeah um so anyway they pull up to his hood <laughs> and obi says like thank you so much and everything where he's from <laughs> where he's from hood 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 <laughs> um <laughs> He pulls up to his ends and uh, he he hops out of the car. You know he's about to walk into his yard. Um, She's just and, watched Top Boy, you guys. <laughs> and Dooney's mom is just like, no, 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 no. Let me let me go greet your mother. And like everyone's just like, no, <laughs> like be normal. Get in the car. Not this. And then Dooney also tries to get out of the car. Yep. yep. And her mom says, "How about you do yourself a favor and hop yourself back into that car?" And you know what though, there are moments during this that like. I don't know what it is like my parents always like to say like kids in Africa like because I don't know what it is like eight you forget they're 18 18 is a kind of a serious age yeah because the way her mom's commanding her sometimes I'm like is she 13 <laughs> right but I think she also has a, she has a dislike and a fear for her mom no I think the both of them and even the way that they act like sometimes I forget like they're a whole like about to be university students age not to say that's grown or anything I think it's just a very like transformative time yeah but then i'm also still think like sometimes i think they're 16 rather than 18 right. well they're 17 but right yeah so anyways but do need she says do you get 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 in the car get in the car she's she's sending messages with her eyes too <laughs> you know a mother's trait meanwhile always like please don't let this mom my mom be in the house because she told me not to bring the shovel to her door please don't let this my mom be in the house yeah not to bring the shovel to her door she doing doing obi and locks the door. He doesn't hear the singing. He doesn't hear anything. He doesn't hear pots and pans. He's like, okay, good. She's not home. <laughs> um, but still, let me tell you. He turns and says, Auntie, my mom's not here. He's like, no problem. She still walks in. And I think that was rude. 
And she didn't say anything about their place, but she looked around. She's yeah. Just around. And she doesn't say anything. Well, she says a lot more after that, but she starts off by saying, you know why I'm here, right? He says, yes, I do. He says, good. I'll take my leave. Yep. And then he, he goes, but, but I, she's like, but you what? And then he says, he says, this makes me so sad. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make something of myself. I will. And I was just like, oh my God. Because uh, she, he knows what she's thinking. And she's like, listen, like, I'm going to be a somebody. I really, and, and, she, and she's like, yeah, you will. I promise you. I promise you, you will. But my daughter right here will not Sorry, be I, by I your side the during thing. the years. This is, this is one of my quotes. Okay. This is one of my last Go one. ahead. Go ahead, Sorry. Julia. Sorry. Go ahead. Because I think every line's important. I'm, no, I'm I was, so was going to say two, but you go ahead and you finish no, it No, if you want to read it, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I insist. No, if you want to. I insist, quote, writer, taker, speaker. No, if you want to say it. I'll... Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't know why i'm laughing Listen, you're not the only person who recognized that particular line it's, it's not like you had a special access to it it's right here it's vip it's literally right here everybody who read this book or who's gonna read this book will know will recognize this i'm just saying but go ahead girl no if you want to read it no because no, you said i could only have so many quotes and this is one of my quotes and i really this want is to get also it. one of my quotes because it's important you know why because it comes back in the future <laughs> You see how that works? Go on, my friend. So anyway, so <laughs> after he says that really sad-ass line, um, she says, and I don't doubt that. As my husband said, you're a bright and ambitious young man. I know you will make something of yourself, but my daughter won't be by your side during the years it will take you to get there. She shook her head vigorously. She won't be there to nurse your ego every time you fail. And she certainly won't be there every time your failures belittle you and you need to shrink her to feel big. I loved a poor man. No, I loved a poor and ambitious man once and it almost killed me. That will not be my daughter. Stay away from her. You couldn't paraphrase? No, I think every line's important. Okay. Um, because the then he also one... said, oh, we don't wonder if Judy had ever seen this side of his mother, of her mother. She probably has, maybe even worse. That last line is what just, that's what unlocked. I'm just like, aha, uh -huh. <laughs> I see. So you too recognize this. And I think it's the reason why she behaves the way she does is because she has had an experience very similar to what her daughter could potentially have with Obi. But that's so like, but exact. And I said, okay. Here's the thing though. I'll be honest on this podcast. We are anti-dating brokies. Yeah, <laughs> don't date a brokey, you guys. <laughs> Be for real. Love yourself. Respect yourself. <laughs> I so I understand where she's coming. I for one am very anti dating men who make less than you. Yeah. For this very reason, I believe men are just not because they're not good for most men are not good for anything else. Yep. They're taught in this world that the only thing that they can accomplish is to make money and take care of their family. They lack the emotional growth to be a full person. They lack the personality to be a full person. They don't have hobbies. They're not able to relate to their wife and kids. Yep. So they. Don't depend solely on being able to call themselves a big man not just in their house but amongst their peers yeah. and if they don't have the ability to do that they will take it out on you because it's one thing for me to fail it's another for me to fail and a woman succeed and you i think that. a lot of men are like that i'm yeah. not i thoroughly don't believe every man is like that i know obi's not like that but i think 
she's had this experience and I wouldn't per se stop had I been her I can't say what I wouldn't wouldn't win do trauma you know manifest in different ways though I think beefing with a 17 year old ain't it is wild um I do think I would have just let them have their little moment like I just I just do I do I agree 100% agree but also like she what is Dooney's mom's background? Honestly, this whole thing's making me angry. I do know what it is, but I can't say. Okay. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, <sighs> her lack of empathy, compassion, or, like, even when people come from, like, rags to riches, they can shift and change and that, that, that sort of stuff. And then there's also lots of rich men ideologies. Yes, who beat too. their wives senseless Listen. just because they can. The power goes to their head. Exactly. You, you cannot say for sure like you what know what the outcome is gonna be and so i think to myself like girl i just don't think it's appropriate for you to put all this on one small little boy had yeah well. and like, he's not done anything to prove you otherwise and you know girl and i think she's doing herself a disservice because rather than to get to know her own child and have open conversations about her past with her kid she is now bullying somebody else's child for what undeservingly and then we know on a particular night when you know she hits a fan she does something so heinous that it completely disrupts alters their lives mm -hmm. so, something you cannot really recover from and i don't know why i for me now it seems like always on the the trip for forgiveness and whatever it may be which fine good for you <laughs> but like i don't know i think like every everybody reacts differently like you said like trauma manifests differently in everybody but i just think what this woman is doing is so shameless like i'm you are not a real person at all you're a but horrible yeah, person and, and you know what the, maybe i'm not evolved like obi's evolved because again i finished I the not. book i've heard the reasons i've seen the resolutions and i'm still like why are you beefing with a 17 year old like I hate pe grown people who beef with kids. It's be like me at 25 beefing with a 16-year-old. Like, why am I beefing with people who are younger than me? Yeah. It's a very, very whatless behavior. Do not approve. I just think I, I just think it's me. And, and of course, we have our biases because we fall in love with this little boy. Not little, but, like, we fall in love with this young man. And, like... And we see him for who he is. But his, I his just... character. I just I don't like it. I don't like it. you. How do you come into my home and threaten me? Because that's what you've done. Yeah. And With and no, I just no real justice. There's nothing. There's no justification for why you're threatening me as well. Like I'm sorry that happened to you, girl. <laughs> no, I really am. Whatever it is, I actually am. I'm genuinely sorry upset. that happened to you, girl. But, just but like, <laughs> but like, why should I get a beating? Exactly. For that? I should not. Exactly. It's very unfair. Um. Yeah. Go to hell. So. And like that I said, that conversation should have been with your daughter. I don't even know what type of resolution her and her daughter, what Dooney's mom and Dooney are going to have because I'm telling you, the, the madness that she's pulled, mm. and she was never even there. You know what I mean? Like, she always traveled for, for leisure. Yeah. She was, she, like, I'm sorry. Like, you never tried. You never tried to establish anything. I mean, therapy is important, you guys. By some of y'all, it's too late. Anyway, so she walks. She after saying her little spiel to Obina, Obina of course feels a certain way as she walks out, and that's how that particular chapter ends. It was awful. And you know what? Reliving Absolutely that just pissed awful. me off. Like this made me really upset again. Like genuinely, I hate this for him. 
Okay, let's like, go. Let's go to the coast of Lagos. Um, <laughs> chapter eighteen. We're back to present day, you guys. We are at the beach now. Okay. Oh, Eleko Beach. Okay. Eleko Beach is that what it's called? It's on the first line. Yeah. Um. So. This is where are we Jar Resort. So yeah. Yes, that's where we are, and um, they get to the resort, and they go to the desk and i guess like they check in or whatever and you know you i think dooney's just trying to like still puzzle how this man got here because he has this resort here this beach rents a, a place in the beach here and he has this beautiful house and a beautiful car and he's a playboy like damn like how how does this all happen and you know when the receptionist called him by his last name what's his last name arinze she's just like okay now <laughs> like, like hello mr arinze He's like, okay, so you know, like, you somebody. You, you, he is. Obi is somebody. And the I hate this. No, 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 no. I have to say it. Why do you have to become somebody to be treated with respect? Because that's that the society we live in. Off. Like, and uh, it just, it makes, it's genuinely, it's made me so upset. Like, I've. Well, you know, class is going to be a huge theme for this book. And in. Nigeria, which I'm assuming similar to where how my country is, like I'm telling you, if you don't have a last name, money, or something, you are nobody. No, it's it's the same across the continent. I'm not saying that classism is it's unique to the continent. It exists here. It manifests here as well. Yeah, but it manifests in a different. And we're mean to poor people here. I see how some of y'all treat homeless people. Absolutely. But like, the way in which they like treat. It, it makes you almost feel like if you don't become something, you will never be anything. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with not being a greedy, rich bastard. There's just nothing wrong with that. And it just makes me a little upset. I've always, I'm wondering, like, now that he's made these riches, does he feel good? No. Does he feel accomplished? Like, and I'm not saying he should remain poor. Like, please make money, live life, you know. So you can feel comfortable, you're able to provide for yourself, save your mother's life. You yes. Know what I mean? Um, but the society we live in, that's just how everything is framed to be. Even in school, like it doesn't matter from the moment that you are put into school system or the moment you socialize with other people, you are destined to have these feelings. Like you have to be quote unquote somebody in order to make it out, to be respected, to have things. There is just no other like that's the only equation there is. Yeah. And like I know you talk about like does he feel happy? Does he feel you know what I mean? Like he is he has missed twelve years with the woman that he loves, trying to make something for himself. But he, I'm pretty sure he had like devastate like the twelve years weren't filled with unhappiness maybe that's why he was a whore and whatever <laughs> and it takes me back to top boy because you guys are doing all this stuff and you still don't have even h&m on your back you know what i mean like you still look at you go to the thrift store um they're fine to the thrift store they are but not in this day and age <laughs> that's because of the recession but um um but that's the thing right like and then we make that's why we make poor people believe like yes. money doesn't buy you happiness because now you've done the evil things to yep. get the money and you're not satisfied but it's not because the money's not buying you happiness because you've had to literally step on others to get there you had to experience fifty thousand sad things to get to that point yeah so even if you still get to that point the traumas of the past are still following you yeah and it's just like like, I don't know, like, he's saying he's gotten to this point. He's made the money. He didn't make the money this year in year 12. He didn't make the money in year 11. He didn't make the money in year 10, probably. But he still couldn't find the guts to call the girl that he was in love with mm -hmm. because of the traumas that followed him. Like, I just, ugh. 
I don't know. I just hate this for him. I do. I wish, like, every time I read young Obina's son, I'm just like, I wish somebody... And Dooney just saying, I, I still like you as you are. Like, it's not enough. But, like, I just wish he was never felt to to be made to feel as though he was less than because he never had anything. Yeah. And that is why I will not forgive his her mother. I'm sorry. She like, made things worse. She made things... If yeah. you ask me, truly, she, she wasted several people's... 12 years of several people's lives. Mm-hmm. She is the catalyst for all bad things that came after that point. Mm-hmm. And I just, I cannot... It's awful. Yeah. Okay, back to the story. Um. So, yeah, we're at the <laughs> resort, and, you know, they check in, and the reception is talking about, like, so is this going to be, like, party? Are all the people coming? He's like, no, no, it's just going to be us. And I thought to myself, oh, that's weird. Does this man usually have, like, you know, big events here? And I found, and we found out that... Hannah found out, because her book's exclusive, too. <laughs> um so he actually organizes these mentorship retreats um with young people and so yet he canceled it last minute so he can um have a place for him and Dooney to reconnect and figure out what's going on between them and what the next steps are going to be and that was really cute um and she's told him she doesn't want to be physical with him at all and i said okay liar liar panting liar (laughs) no problem he's like fine yeah i know let's let's talk and then she's like but can i kiss you like real quick he's yeah. like kiss me we just said we're not gonna get physical like and then he does okay just just one kiss closes her eyes his eyes and she laughing at him again yeah and so um, silly. he says you're still a troublemaker yeah um and they go up to the room and she's just you know staring at the beach from her balcony and she feels relaxed and she's like damn like like if I was her, I'm t- immediately. I don't know what time it is in Seattle right now. <laughs> You're gonna get a voicemail. Yeah, yeah, like 100. percent And I think they're just really starting to like look. They're just trying to figure out like, wow, like uh, so much time has passed. You're still the same, but we're also different. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. That was that's all I got from that chapter because I was actually very steamed from the previous one. I just said, let me just because it was like four pages i said let me just no there are important bits in this chapter like what and i name and i'll name them okay go ahead um first of all she keeps reminding this man that she's engaged and me and obi are like can you stop like girl we know we don't care we do not care about you mr christopher christian whatever he calls himself two she also like he says after the little playful moment he's like you said you changed but you're still like this silly um girl that i like fell in love with and and she almost wants to say only with you like with him she's lively passionate and funny and it's only with obi and i just thought that was i thought that was sweet that's all i got from my four pages okay so then we move on to (laughs) no they're still important but like sure (laughs) i'm sorry I'm just teasing you, but like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Do you know why? Because no, this you book is world. like an armor, okay? Is it? It's protecting Ooh, me from I'm your... you. <laughs> <laughs> armor doesn't mean I'll fight you. Armor means I'm blocking out you and your negative energy. Okay, Me, so... Dooney, and Obi do not care. My God, a threesome. Yes. Just, what a throuple. It's actually, you know what? I love fictional characters. I love, I love fiction it's great but sometimes i get afraid <laughs> no i genuinely I, I genuinely get afraid um yes i know he's not real he's very by a woman too deep. 
into deep. So we move on to chapter 19 and we're going back to the past. And I named this chapter in my book Day of Firsts because a lot of dating and conversation and progress and development um, between our boyfriend and girlfriend happened in these chapters. So, um, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting giddy. Oh, oh, oh. See how she will cook me no, because and then start then giggling chapter. like a schoolgirl. Anyway, so she decides to herself, you know what we're going to do? We're going to skip class today. <laughs> But before we get into that, I like the way um, Obina describes her skin in this chapter because now they're made up and everything is is great. The you guys, there's no more feuding in the household. The family's safe. <laughs> We're no longer children of divorce. And he talks about like how her scent would stick to his skin, um, and like right now, what he's doing is what every man should be doing in the first you know couple years lifetimes of dating, and that's you know. He's exercising his five senses, senses to I make each too. memory of Dooney more vivid than before. So he's storing them like for himself. So he's able to like tap into them every single time. So he's exercising now, hold his on. five senses. You forgot the line after you say he did this because he was he feared Dooney wouldn't be his for long. And I was coming to that, but thank you so much, Adoya. <laughs> no, because you made it sound like he was doing it out of just being nice. He was doing it out of fear. <laughs> I was going to explain oh, because sorry. he always had this feeling that she did not he did not belong to the girl and the feeling comes up again every single time it's like this up thrust when he's thrown into like the water of all her essence he's always like thrown up he because unsure when the shoe's gonna um drop but thank you delia do you know what's weird though like he's always yeah. feeling so inadequate to her but like i feel like she's inadequate for him absolutely like she so sorry with who not he, Chris. <laughs> He, he she she i just, i think he's a better human than her i'm sorry absolutely and he's I'm, more well-rounded he has seen i actually i'm, I'm not saying she hasn't suffered because again of I, course I she finished suffers the book. In, in some ways but like yeah i, think I just think his he's a better background human. i think he's like i think his background and like the context of how he grew up um how his mother raised him the trauma that he had to go through the the things that he had to be resilient for and then coming into like himself right now in terms of like making more money quote unquote being somebody or whatever i think it makes him a a, a pretty like well-rounded person i don't like people who go from rags to riches and they start acting horrible horrible i think for him he has maintained his humility in some sense and i think it's his his mother honestly just yeah i know him. he likes to talk about her being a crazy prayer lady yeah. but sometimes that makes the best people like i think she's she because he she's done a great job like she should be in heaven smiling at the work that she's done she raised a really great young man she i did just her best wish like every other single mother oh how i wish she could have enjoyed his riches how Girl. i wish Poverty is a punishment placed by thieves of our <laughs> nation because yeah. Obi's mother should be very much so alive with the rest yeah, of Yeah, living in his house. Yep. Enjoying. Chasing away the girlies that come through the door. Absolutely. And enjoying the fruits of, of their labor. Their labor, because yeah. Because it was a, con it was a, it was a collaboration. She made sure he, he got through university. Listen, because he only got a scholarship for high school. I think... He got some kind of scholarship for uni like, but she still made sure like. Yep. I mean, she even still, still, still he fed her. He put thing. her uniforms on. He he put 
he, he did, she did what she was supposed to do as a parent yeah to her best ability and oh. you know <sighs> this life pissed me off man sorry. sorry um anyway so you know he he's he's feeling her they're feeling each other um and Dooney gets this gets this grand idea to skip their bio review class because they have an exam oh, yes. coming up soon but she's like like you know you studied i studied let's, let's just go out let's go have fun so they skive i don't know if you guys use that term here skiving class so that's what we did skipping we didn't call it skipping called skiving that's no, what we call it. i don't know if it's just something that we skipping used to class up. ditching class yeah they say are you guys skiving we're like yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> Um, and they run out the gates of the school. I don't know how, my friends, they did that. But the school that I went to. <laughs> can I be honest? Sometimes the way, Duty, the, the way Duty does things, you can tell that they're also not going to page her because her dad's who he is. Like, nobody's going to page Duty. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's just, and she's also, you know what I was, I was thinking? Because this is not the first time they've skipped class. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, okay, Dooney, for you, your father can maybe pay off somebody. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know Obi's a smart person. He's extremely intelligent. I know he's going to pass his test. But there's something so reckless and inconsiderate about her making these decisions. I don't know what it is. Like, he wants to spend time with her because he loves her. Um, and he's going to try and, like, find ways to make sure that she's happy. But there's something so privileged in her thoughts okay yes i was about to say because even this first of all he's been kind of avoiding her because of what's happened at his house with her mother and he doesn't want to tell her what her mother said because he doesn't want to ruin the relationship that she has with um you know with with her mother whatever relationship it is Mm -hmm. and so then she's like okay let's make him feel better let's take him out let's feed the poor kid let's feed the poor boy ice cream let's take the poor boy to the cinema yeah i know it's things that she does herself anyways but like and he says it he's he's afraid to skip and he like he says when he's with Dooney, he has to compartmentalize himself compartmentalize her experience with him and i don't like that like i don't like and it's like she's so coercive like, too yeah he's just like well we can skip class we can just leave she's like no we can't do it come on Come on, Opie. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Hannah's face. Come on, Opie. What she and she'll Opie. say that she has a place for me to go. You need to to take yourself Opie, there. Let's go. Let's go to a place where we can be alone. Anyway, um, so they they run out of the school gates and they no one has a car here. Okay, so they hop into um, a taxi. Who she insults, by the way. Listen, <laughs> she insults. I think she calls him. Is this she calls word? him the gossiper in Yoruba. Olufofo, Olufufu. I'm not even gonna. Name? I'm not gonna I'm try. Gonna I'm attempt. so sorry. You've already tried. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry, but it means nosy person. Yeah, because gossiper. even him was because even the taxi driver was asking. You're in school uniforms. Not only that, who watches movie at at 10 a.m. Exactly. Morning? Like that makes no sense. Um. Anyway, they make their way to uh. The cinema house. I think it's a film house cinema is in a place. Um, and of course, like he's experiencing everything for the first time. They watch two films, by the way, action and a rom-com. And from there, they go and they go to Domino's, which is next to a pink berry. Um, and they get I've never food. even been to pink berry. I have. They have a bunch of them here in the city. Okay? I, I ignore them. Okay. But yeah, what was 
this is something I wrote down here. I don't know if you noticed this too, but she just takes her little silver credit card and yeah, it's swipes like an Air Max thing. or yeah. not Air Max. Uh, and Ma- just swipes. I don't it. even know what's called American Express. Yeah, the ease. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna let this little rich girl keep paying. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you're gonna eat those two slices, I'm gonna have six slices of Domino's pizza. Listen. (laughs) Um, and he's just like, Wow, this is how rich people ice cream taste. Yeah. And I knew exactly what he meant by that because I've of course I've like I grew up and I had like, you know, the creamy ice cream and everything. Mm -hmm. But I've also gone to places where the ones in the bags. Girl. Yeah. I remember those wearing camera. Food coloring. Yeah. Like there's really it's not even ice cream, man. It's more of like um yogurt. It's literally yogurt. It's strange. And so he tasted it's just like, wow, this is amazing. Like he absolutely enjoyed it. And the toppings were amazing too. And he's just a lot of firsts for him on this particular day. And yeah, then, he's the first cinema, first pizza, first yeah. ice rich people ice cream, first time skipping. Exactly. Day first time insulting a taxi driver. And he was even surprised <laughs> that she could speak pigeon. Yeah, because she's um, a rich girl. Because he's like, oh, wow, look at you saying <laughs> day and wetting and I'm Anna. so sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. To the people listening in my loud ass I, You guys, I'm from East Africa. We don't we don't really have a pigeon. But I know, you know, when I watch all the films, I, I see some. Oh, when I listen to Afrobeats, I, I see y'all. It's like, okay, okay, now. Um, um. <laughs> so... After, as they're eating their ice cream, um, she's they, still asking him. She's just like, "Okay, enough fun. <laughs> Let's have a serious conversation." And she describes it as to how it's they done do in the, the Bachelor. Bachelor. And, and I, I said, said girl, "Girl, you're right." <laughs> Listen, I don't really like Dooney that much, Young Dooney in particular, but she she kind of ain't with that one. I actually prefer Young Dooney to Older Dooney. Yeah, me too. Um, but she she like literally because they do do that in the Bachelor. They're basically like, okay, here's a Ferris wheel. The producers are abroad, and and this like sea level celebrity country star, um, to sing a song that nobody cares about. Yep. And now we're gonna make you guys sit in front of a plate of food you're not gonna eat and talk about your deepest trauma. So tell us about how your mom got her foot cut off in the factory. Yeah. And and then after be like, I'm so connected to you right now, and that's why I stopped watching that messed up show low level reality tv that is you always have to open up about your trauma as we're eating and you know honestly they never eat their food <laughs> they never they don't eat on that show they you know, drink my my mother was a single mom and she she did everything and when, when my father when he left us and, girl i always want to eat my steak <laughs> and enjoy my green beans please please what, what do you say your mother <laughs> anyway um and as and so, like, she talks about her mother and saying, like, how her mom, I think she she goes and deals about what her mom does. Like, she travels wherever she wants and she doesn't really, she doesn't really feel like she's hurting her home. And that's why, you know, as an adult doony, she had those muffled cries because she was a muffled child. Okay, before we even get to that. So, after she's explained the the Bachelor, which I think is funny, she said, let's talk, let's cry, let's connect. Yeah. <laughs> which is essentially what that shit is. But, like um and he's like girl i am not going to cry <laughs> but he she says please in Igbo again he's like this every time you know she's like every Nicole. time this lady uses my language it's like i, I can't i don't even have a fighting chance um i'll tell her anything he's what does she want to hear <laughs> that's very weak behavior I'm so that's sorry. how i like my man <laughs> sorry i like the predictable okay I, where is your dumb dumb button and she's found it 
But then she he explains what happened with the mom, but I don't think he tells her everything. No, he doesn't say he doesn't say everything. He's he just, just like says, she well, wants me like, to stay away from you. Exactly. He doesn't go into detail about her talking about um you know I once loved someone who was poor. Da, 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 da. Um, I wish he had though. I don't think I don't I, think I, he's so protective of his of this relationship with her mom. I don't know if it was his place. I don't think it was his place I to say anything. I don't give a shit. If you're going to threaten me in my house, <laughs> I don't care what you tell me. I'm going to put in the papers if I have to. You're I not going to come into my home and threaten me. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'll do at that at that age. Like I, I don't know, but I think I, I wouldn't I think even I have had this quiet. emotional intelligence to filter myself. I would have said everything word for word. Right now, I would have said everything word you for word. Have. You're not going to come into my home. I don't care what I don't care if I'm living in what could be compared to a zoo habitat. You're not going to come into it and start telling me nonsense. And then now I have to I now the onus is on me. Huh? You have to silence yourself. Yeah. The the onus is now on me to break this relationship. If you want your daughter to not hang out with me, tell your daughter to not hang out with me. I'm not going to be the filter. You're taking away the you're the adult in this situation. So I don't care what has happened to you. I'm going to tell your daughter why you you think this will happen. Like, I know it's I understand why he was quiet about it, though, because I think he has he is so enamored with this girl. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like he feels like anything he would say he doesn't want to draw her away from him. Like, I don't know. I think he has a fear and he's just waiting and just waiting. And so maybe that's why he kept it to himself because he was not trying to like start none. But I understand. But then I don't know what I would do in that situation either. Um, But yeah, so that little chit chat. And then he was just thinking about like, you know, every time he's with Dooney, he always has these like, he's envisioning like what we could do in the future. He's like, I cannot wait to like the future, take her to Italy, having, you know, ice cream. And, you know, um, when she was describing about those bachelor scenes where you're like slow dancing. (laughs) They do with the C-list country singer in the back. (laughs) Girl, to the T, you got it right. (laughs) Um, He goes to the counter and tells them to like, I guess, change a song. And they start dancing, slow dancing with no stars and the dominoes, the pink barrier, wherever they they are at this point. And I just thought that was a really sweet end to their sweet, sweet day full of adventure. Yes, but just to be clear, because when he says, I'm going to take you to Italy one day so we can have gelato, she says, like, that's really nice, but I don't want you to succeed because of me. Right. I don't want you to have whatever you have because you're trying to impress me. Yeah. Do it for yourself, Um, which, again, like... That's important, actually. I I, I, I did not write that, but I did have it in my book. But, yeah, that's important for her to, to mention as well. And and then she said, and she as she sh- searched his eyes for understanding, oh, yeah, dude, so he <laughs> as she as she searched his eyes yeah. for understanding, he searched hers for sincerity. And even when she he saw it blatantly, it wasn't enough to convince him or to lessen the feeling of inadequacy. And I just hate that for him. I just want him to know that he is equally yoked, probably even more yoked than this girl's had that's had everything handed to her mm-hmm. on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we carry on to chapter twenty, and we're going back to present day. Uh, we're still at the coast of Lagos, and they they agree with each other they're not gonna have any physical interaction during uh-huh. the time here. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but we open up the chapter with uh Dooney speaking to Christopher the first time we've heard this girl speak to this man. 
talking about, yeah, like, when are you coming home? Well, right now I'm not so sure. In a couple of days I'll be home. He's like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, whatever. I can imagine that she's in a different room, like, whispering into the phone. <laughs> I would have told Christopher right there and then. I'm going to ship back your I'm ring. I'm not coming back. I'm going to ship back your ring, okay? Yeah. Don't ask me no questions. You're a great guy. Yeah. But my husband is waiting for me in the room, so... I wouldn't say it like that because, like she said again, Christopher is not an evil man. Like I don't he's care. done anything malicious to her. Just, just tell him honestly. Like I came back here, I saw a man who I've been in love with. Honestly, I think my whole life, and I just don't see how I can continue a relationship with you. And I just want to break up this engagement right now and let you know that you're a wonderful person. You have treated me so well, but we can no longer be together like i'm so sorry yeah. i think he'd be very understanding to that because you can't help who you love and who you like like it is what it is christopher you have to understand <laughs> like that's my man my man my man like please let me be with my man, my man, my man. <laughs> um anyway so she's just like listen i'll be home soon don't you worry <laughs> well, yeah right um, and so Obi and Dooney, I think after dinner, they decided to take a walk on the beach. Each, yeah. let's get away. They say. What they gonna say? Have a drink, drink. And finally, I put I, in highlight here, we finally get to understand what he does. <laughs> because y'all, I was like here, is he a monster or is he selling food? You know what I mean? <laughs> we find out he's neither. Oh my God. Thank God. Um. And so she sits and just like, okay, you know what? I want to, I want to ask you, how does this come to be? Uh, the cars, the women, the jewelry, the grills in your mouth. You know what I mean? The swagger in your, in your, in your, in the way you walk. And I keep thinking about Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther, the way he's walking into that lab. Yeah, like he do like, be having swagger. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. my God, why did I make that sound? Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice it till you said it. And he's and she's like, well, he's like, well, you know, when I graduated from university, things were really hard because you couldn't find a job that part, because why is it so hard to find a job after university? I don't understand that. Yeah. And, and I think also to note, like, it's really hard to find a job here. Mm -hmm. And I think Nigeria has less of a middle class than we do mm -hmm. economically. Um, and the governments are just worse. Like I've been seeing protests in Nigeria about the lack of the unemployment rate is extremely, it's extremely high, high. It's and, and high. like the rest of the world there's a lot more young people than there are old people listen and like the rest of the world if the old people aren't retiring if nepotism exists like like how how are you supposed to fit everybody yeah. here into the job market my you guys need to understand that every year a bunch of people graduate yeah more people are going to school than ever before exactly so we had to start thinking to ourselves where you gonna place these people exactly that yeah there are no jobs because you guys have paid yourself under the table and you've done this and that it's it's criminal i'm telling you you guys need to make me leader of the world yeah <laughs> because some of you guys will be first in jail for <laughs> all that nonsense because i think people like not having employment is ridiculous because the world is so unfair and so expensive and then they ostracize you completely and there's no resources to help you find these jobs that y'all keep claiming. And I think that's even worse for like, I would say middle class to poor kids. Right. Because we they tell us go to school, go to school, go to school, figure out, go to school, go to school, go to school. 
um, if you're poor, fight, do well in school, get the scholarship, go to school, do this, you will be rewarded for your efforts. You will not be rewarded for your efforts because there will always be some kind of obstacle in the way. In the case of countries like at Nigeria or other countries where you have kids like Dooney who are going to prestigious schools in America yeah. who despite being a, a black country, their resource, the American degree or Canadian degree means more those kids can come back to that country with their rich ass daddies and fight for for the same jobs that you have but they have the benefit of a nicer degree quote unquote and nepotism yeah. so you are just losing either way yeah ridiculous so on top of unable to find unable to find a job after graduating his mother was sick um um of uh, heart, heart disease heart issues um, and so she couldn't work anymore. And so he had to do small jobs here and there. And he describes it as, you know, the kind, those kind of jobs, someone in the NBA should, should not do be doing. Yeah. I don't know what that means. If my baby was selling food, let him sell food. Um, and of course his mother's illness worsened over time and... They asked him for like two million naira at the Girl, hospital, and the hospitals. I didn't, I didn't even. You know, want... America has a horrible like medical system, but at least they will take care of you first. Yep, yep. they will serve you and then give you the bill you'll never be able to pay. Yep. The, it, back home, they will wait. They don't care if you're dying tomorrow. They will wait for the money for you to, you know. They will wait for the money for you to 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 treat you. So he he tried his very hardest to come up with the coins, and he just and he couldn't and he still it still wasn't enough. Yeah. Um. When I see those TikToks of women saying, "Are oh, you guys? You know, I just gave birth to my child. This is just one. Yeah. <laughs> of the several bills I have, why is one bill sixty k already? <laughs> Somebody's so whole salary is, for the year. So what else can they really charge you for? <laughs> no, really, you already charged me sixty k. What more? Like, what more services did I use? That's what you, that's, they trick you to you in the hospital, you're in pain. And so I say, yeah, can I have this? They say, okay, sure. Yeah, can I have this? Okay, sure. They just keep saying yes. The bill is adding up to what? Ridiculous. I know. Um, Healthcare, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep screaming. I don't care. Food, so, shelter, water, Wi-Fi now in the modern era. Yeah. And Medicare are, should be rights. Yep. They should be things people are not worrying about. But here we are. Here we are. Um, and so, and so what happened was they, Dooney was asking, well, you know, you should, have, you should have called me, you should have asked me for money. He's like, well, I haven't spoke, I hadn't spoken to you in years. Like, that would be so weird, me asking you for money. And I don't think Ovi would have even done that. And so he said that he started working, um, as a server at, um, some high profile event organization and he would always listen into the conversations when they're talking about investment yeah. and like he's just gaining knowledge through these people who are around him and so what he used to do which i think honestly like when someone's in that situation where you're desperate to like just make even a dollar so he used to carry spare clothes which were much nicer to like yeah. try and fit in with all the rich people and high profile people around him and he would change doing his breaks and like start interacting with everybody and like when it was time for him to like <laughs> um to work he'll go and change back to his service clothes and i think it was funny because he his boss yeah was also pursuing an mba yeah so he he said i will tutor you if you allow me one hour to go around and um 
what's interesting is is Dooney's like they didn't recognize you because obviously certain people are the same circle all the time. I like this too. And he says they don't look at servers, which they is don't. so true. Rich people do not see you as like they don't see you. They, they never. You're they, just you're just workers. They absolutely they cannot recognize you. Um, they, I barely. I'm pretty sure when they're getting, getting their hors d'oeuvres, they're just like yeah. They, they don't, don't look at you. Yeah. Um, and so that's how he was able to you know get gain some knowledge as to like what's going on in the investment market and everything. And this is how we actually find out how he met Tiwa. Tiwa yeah. So Tiwa was just one of the very few few rare yeah. people who recognize and say wait. Are you a server? Are you, like, what What do you <laughs> what do? What is going on? He's like, listen, girl. <laughs> he didn't say, I'm listen, to... girl. He said, she said, tell me your trick. I yeah. want to know. He's like, well, I'm trying to make a dollar. Okay. So I've been doing this thing to like, you know, understand yeah. stuff. He's like, you know what? Um, They became friends instantly because I think they had a lot in common in terms of like where they want to go and everything. And he actually, Tiwa actually helped him. Uh put some money together no she like told him go how and to bring put money together what was it eight million was it eight million it was a, yeah it was like eight million naira and he she's like he's like sister and i don't have that and then he's like okay so he called two of his friends and they equally put the money together to buy a plot of land yeah so t was more of like helping him with like, yeah she said him what everybody the says the the, the yeah. real estate is where the money is yeah put buy the land sell it and they sold it for double so they Smart. made 60 and then she said take that money buy more land take that yeah. money so he kept doing that yeah bought two pieces of land but instead of selling them he put houses on them yeah and then rented he, them out yeah as well so he can gain some sold extra them after that he said, uh, I was 28, I owned two pieces of land. Um, rather than selling them, I built them and then rented them out. And okay. then he started a development a company, company yeah. where now that's what he does for a living. So he's in development, y'all. He's in construction, <laughs> not oil and gas here, but very <laughs> no soon. shipping goods. <laughs> but very soon, you never know. And that's how he acquired his wealth. And Dooney's talking about how he's so proud of him, and la da 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 um and he's just like well you know i've been sharing so much like you tell me like how is america like how are things for you she's like nah, america is, is chill he's like well can you ex ex elaborate explain yeah. further and duty talks about how she struggled so much adjusting into north american lifestyle girl let me tell you to some extent it's like yeah girl you know what I mean? I I do understand. I I I do understand a little bit. It's very isolating when you come here first because mm -hmm. you start to realize very quickly everyone here is an individual. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought y'all were a community. No, no, everybody minds their business. You can see a crazy person right now at TTC, and someone's out there just reading the Kindle. Be like, damn, I wonder what I'm going to eat for dinner. <laughs> There's madness happening on the train. You don't see it. <laughs> and now I've sort of adapted into that same like lifestyle. But Dooney more. I think it was difficult for her because she came from a place of high, high privilege. I literally was waiting and to And her say last that. name carried a lot of weight where yeah. she's from. I said in America, Dooney got a taste of marginalization. Yes. And so I was coming, I was, yes, that's, that's, that's what we noted here. That's what we noted here. Her name, I don't know what her last name is, but it weighs a lot in Nigeria, mm -hmm. in the U.S. It means nothing. Don't give a damn what a Dooney is. a school like Princeton, a Girl. legacy school. Girl. Girl. It's not even Ivy League. Come on now. Um. Anyway, and so she felt very lonely. Um. And she said she failed her fa her first year of uni, which everybody should. Um. Uh, but then she started to like, you know, adapt and understand what's going on. 
and she managed to pass you know her other classes and she talks about her phd in in geom coding or whatever but we find out that it's not really what she wants to do it's what her, her parents, parents yeah. are telling her they're saying like hey you know like geom coding i heard is really good she's like yeah cool like yeah whatever which is what african parents <laughs> i don't know if everybody here is doing what they're actually they actually want to do i think a lot of us here are doing things that our parents are telling us to do Mm. and you know that's why when you see nigerian or african children saying hey i went to the u.s i got my degree to come home to give the parents a degree and then they go and do something <laughs> <laughs> they go doing something they go do something else which honestly it's yeah so you sometimes it's you a recurring getting, thing you're getting the degree for somebody else <laughs> for the most part yeah that's how it is um is it geom geom editing i don't know Gen- what the genome genome geom because Girl, she's a geneticist so i genome. i didn't I didn't. I just wrote here, blah blah editing. And Obi was like, "That's really like a niche science. Like it's up and coming." Yeah. And her parents are convinced that's where the money's at. Strange. Um. And then one after as she's speaking about her time, she time in the U.S. Uh, they go they go ahead and talk about like her parents, and they do get a little tiff about Dooney's mother, because. I think Obi, this is where his kind, his forgiveness, his comes forgiveness through. really comes through here. And I said, okay, um, Obi is just like, well, you know, like I'm pretty sure your mother is proud of you. He's just like, she's just like, oh, I doubt it. He's like, no, I think she is. I think, I, I, I think she's proud. And he's like, what do you know about my mom? Hmm? That woman, that monster, that wretched being. And he's just like, Dooney, like she's still your mother. You know what I mean? She's your elder. She's la da da da. And she gets really upset because she's just like, you don't understand my mother like she's a horrible person she's terrible um remember what she did to you remember uh remember all the things the horrible things that she has done and obi is just like well like we have to forgive (laughs) forgive and forget no i know that i know that pissed her off i know and it did piss her off because my girl stood up and said you know what no i'm gonna do i'm just gonna lay down I'm just going to lay down because what you're saying makes no sense to me. And so this is the first time they get into an argument. It's not the first. And well, then again, she walks off again. First. One thing I hate about Dooney is every time she gets pissed, she walks off. Well, was that an argument where they had a Tiwa's engagement? It was more of like a, eh. Whatever. This was, this was more serious. They fought at his house too. Mother. Fair enough. Every step of the way, every time things are going good, Dooney gets upset. Every step of the yeah. way. Just know if you there's been two pages of nice, sweet moments. Yeah, and then Dooney goes ahead and ruins everything. Oh, we might say one small thing and, and Dooney, the cameras are not on. You don't have to entertain us. Okay? <laughs> it's not reality TV. Shut up. <laughs> Listen. Like just anyway. forget it, girl. Um, I think she's just completely surprised as to why Obi's defending her mother, her horrible, horrible mother who did that wretched thing that night that, you know, things changed. Um, but yeah, they go to bed and um, she's upset. He's he's I'm pretty sure going to be apologized in the morning. But like still, I think also I don't like that. She told him that he his her mother lied. Yeah, that's a very serious lie to tell somebody. One, that's very you shouldn't say somebody right. lied about something like that. Two, you're also invalidating his experiences and how he's allowed to feel about a certain situation. Yeah. And if there's other things that have happened that makes you feel a way about your mom, how the hell is he supposed to know that? Like, it's been 12 fucking years. He's only focused on what he knows. Like, 
let's just like seriously calm down dooney ah. yeah sorry um yeah because obi i don't know if i i don't know if i said it or not because obi went ahead and said like well your mom told me that one thing that that thing she came by at the house that you know you know she uh she's been she's fell in love with a poor person before and it almost ruined her almost killed her <laughs> not she fell in love with a poor person and it almost killed her please <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> she said she married an ambitious did she say poor though? she didn't marry she said poor she said a poor ambitious man i once loved a poor oh. and ambitious she didn't marry i once loved a poor and ambitious <laughs> man and that almost killed me and doing like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wah. tomato <laughs> Dude, he said, "Want one, loser." Not funny. It's not. But that's how Dude's reaction was. She's like, "Okay," and honestly, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yo, no, because please. why you treat me like that? Ah, please, <laughs> don't let, don't make me pay for those the mistakes. crimes of somebody else. Exactly. Or Usher, whatever the R and B artist in the two thousand used to say about talking about, don't let me pay for that crime, girl. It wasn't me. Um. Can we move on to a sweet chapter? Because I'm really tired of this one. <laughs> this one was chapter 21. Okay. Now, I just want you guys to know that Odilia has read the entire book, but 21, can you do something for me? 21 was, did something for me. It, it I reread did. it. I reread it. Uh, 21 two days did ago. something for Odilia, and she kept saying 21, 21, 21. I said, all right, cool, cool. Um, when, the, when I reached that chapter, I said, I, I, okay, I see you. And so we go to the then chapter and you remember it's the day, the date, the day of first where, you know, they went to the movies, they watched an action movie, they watched a rom-com. They had a cute bachelor moment of dancing in the pink berry, no stars and bad music. Um, and they go to her house. Dooney's parents, as usual, are one's on the business trip, another one's in Europe dr drinking, I don't know, Chardonnay or Chandon, where y'all like. And for <laughs> it's the first time obi has been to dooney's place i mean where else would he like there's no other opportunity so this is the only this is the first and I probably this the, is only the first time. he has been to dooney's house before at the then chapters no way to do what let me see there's a obi, as an 18 year old has been to dooney's house yeah, before dooney's large bedroom still amazed obi it was his second time in it my god dooney you're so you. reckless He's okay been there. I had no idea. I thought this was the first time because I, I literally named this, this, these particular days, days of firsts. But okay. The days so, of first was... Uh, but it's still the same day. Uh, still the same day. Sorry, y'all, <laughs> if you can hear me scratching through my notes. I it's okay. We're, we're good. We're here. So um, I think Dune is getting ready or change in her room. Um, and he notices that she has all these Jane Austen novels, Emma and Mansfield Park and Persuasion and Sense of Sensibility and Prior Prejudice. They're just over she's a Jane Austen fan, um, which I yeah, do like. And sing the Jane Austen songs. Pull up in Sri Lanka. Sorry, guys. What? <laughs> and on her desk, he saw a catalog of the... <laughs> No, I'm actually just going to ignore you. And on the desk, on her desk, he saw the catalog of other universities and he's seeing, he's seeing Europe. He's seeing Oxford. He's seeing, which other university was Princeton. there? Princeton. Um, Yale. He's not seeing Unilag. Where's the University of Lagos? And he gets, af he gets afraid because they have a plan. Their plan was to go to the University of Lagos together or Unilag as the girls say it, together. 
that was part of their plan. And so when he sees these catalogs of other universities, he thinks to himself, oh my God, like, is she going to apply and go somewhere else, be away from me? Plot twist, she's already applied. <laughs> her, her parents forced her to apply. I know they, I know they sat her they down. Put the they put the applications in her, listen, themselves. They sat her down in front of her MacBook and put in UCAS and said, girl, you better start applying to Oxford right now. Okay. <laughs> now. UCAS gang, if y'all remember. <laughs> Traumatizing times. Um, and this puts fear into Obina's body because he actually has mentioned a couple times before that he just always felt like he was going to lose her. Like she yeah. doesn't belong to him. So seeing her like plan a future without him, it's scary. Real scary. Um, and then they get into a... a, a because she's like, it's going to be fine. Like I have a plan. When we get When I get there... You know, I will, you know, it'll be fine. And then. And he doesn't believe that. He's like, you're going to leave. And that's, that's that about it. Like, yeah, we're just high school boyfriend and girlfriend. Like. And high school boyfriend and girlfriends do what all the time? They break up. And she's like, that's all you see me as? Like a little high school, high school relationship you're going to tell your kids about one day. And she gets all watered eyed and like. Yeah. Runs to her bathroom and cries. And um, you want to take a real deal? How did you? <laughs> because everybody who has read this chapter and recognizes this particular passage, it's not exclusive to the Odilia gang. So then there's this beautiful patch. <laughs> I wish I could quote the Bible the way I can. <laughs> no. I was about to just quiz you right now. What did Jeremiah 13, like, because really, because really, let's, let's speak about it. Anyway, you quote from your other Bible. This is, no, don't do that Sacrilegious. to Jesus. I'm sorry. I just really love the book and I wrote down the and page. And I love this. And to be honest with Delia, this particular chapter, I absolutely loved it. But you go ahead and take it because I know it meant a you lot to you. You can read the second chat. The second. It's okay, girl. You um. just take it on out just chime in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then she runs in the bathroom and she's like. <laughs> okay. And um, he's like, damn, girl. No. <laughs> So do it then, nicely, Odilia. Sorry. He, so then he's like, oh my God, like uh, maybe I should say something to her. But he felt embarrassed. And because what he really wanted to say was, we are so much more. I felt it the moment I saw you. We are Obina and Dooney, a pairing that makes sense like bread and butter or bully and granite. Mm. I think we, mu- we might be soulmates, but that term scares me. You scare me. You're too good for me, too rich, too smart, too beautiful, too bold, too stubborn, too passionate. I keep praying you won't realize it, that you'll grow so content with me. You'll never go looking for someone else, something better. And then I hate myself for being selfish. I hate myself for not being enough for you or not being enough for not having the ability to dream beyond the borders of this country along with you. I hate myself because I'm scared. I'm scared that one day you'll look at me the way your mother looked at me. I'm scared that you'll see only who I am now and not what I, who I can be. I'm scared I'll never be that person. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'll be Come on, Jay Garu and Obina's eternal <laughs> thoughts. He wanted to say all that to her, but he was too afraid to say it. When I read that particular portion, and it was all in italics, yeah. which I like. So every like internal thought is, is I think the format of the book is all in italics. And I really, really, it, because like, we began the chapter with, you know, Jane Austen, you know, like she's definitely like into like period dramas and stuff. It actually took me back to and I I hope one day when I meet J- Janie Gar, I'm going to ask her like for this particular section, like where in these period dramas or these books did you pick up like, I don't know, the, the language into like developing how he was feeling at this tender young age? Because it took me back to um, Jane Eyre's 
a book by Charlotte Bronte because something similar happened when, um, well, he's, he said the confession out loud, but he was talking about this attachment that he has to the girl that he loves, Jane Eyre. And he talks about like the string being under his left rib and how that string is being attached mm-hmm. to the other person. And like if she was to disappear or, or yeah. no longer be in his life, it feels like it's going to like break him and let him bleed internally because he always felt like he wanted to pass life through her side and like she was the best earthly companion to him. And I said like, that is really what their love feels like. <laughs> it really does. It feels like they are tethered to each other. Like, you know, they where you said. go. And that's where the soul makes the big, big yeah. word here. Like where she goes, he goes and vice versa. And I said, oh, child. <laughs> And I said that love is dangerous. I want it. I'm sorry. That love uh, yeah. scares me. Like they're attached. There's there's a communion between them. And like, and you know what I, was t- I kept saying? Like, God, after 12 years, y'all still in into each other? Like, that means you are You've left something of yourself in somebody else. And And that's what he says. Like a yeah. chip was left in yeah. him. And, you know. His rib. His, his rib in other words y'all his rib um and then i love how he goes and this is now this is what makes this is what takes the cake yeah. for me in this chapter yeah when he starts to talk about living a without easy her love, yeah because a lot of us to be honest are not gonna meet our soulmates we're not gonna have soulmates i'm serious I, just straight up like it's a very <laughs> rare thing i said it's it's peak for y'all <laughs> You guys, if you've gone through three boyfriends now, mm, I'm sorry, but like... You're talking about three. What about those ones you can have one? Listen, maybe, (laughs) who knows? But I pray to God that everybody finds the opportunity to have their soulmate. But I think for most of us, it's such a rare occurrence. I don't think it's possible just because there's too many people. How are we going to filter through everybody? But I feel like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like logistics and proximity... My soulmate is 150% in Rio de Janeiro eating a mango. And this is where I'm going to continue my spiel. Anyway... So I love what he talks about. Like he started to envision a life, an easy love, the love that he actually described to her the first time he talked about how I want to be loved. That's very easy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'll find somebody and she'll just be, she'll be lovely. She'll be adequate. She'll be amazing. We'll probably have kids together. Um, life will be great. You know, things are as, as they are. And then he was thinking to himself, but honestly, the kind of love that I want is probably the one that I'm establishing right here with this woman. With this, yeah, woman. She's there, eighteen. Shit, uh, with Dooney. And that he's just like, no, I don't want that easy love. I want this love that I with this girl here. And so he runs, he sprints. Honestly, he's just going to the other side of the room, and he. Before talks that, to I'm her. sorry. I feel like what? you're undermining everything that you said. I'm not undermining. Not it. undermining it. I am no, no, you're trying to like how I felt. Yes, yes, yes. Me. That's what I mean. But like we know how things are here. Okay, <laughs> you go ahead and do your thing. No, I'm just saying like no, no, you're wait, trying to like me... quote it, and I I just feel like it was like because he's not just talking about he doesn't want the easy life. He's talking about the fact that he he he's trying to tell himself, yeah, I'll get over her. I won't think about our knees touching. I won't think about us kissing. I won't think about any of that. I you will go to Princeton. I will go to Unilag. I will find a simple girl. We will get together and we will have kids, but I will never be a good husband like my dad, he says, because I will never fully be able to commit to her because I'll be thinking about this girl that I met in secondary school who has my heart and she'll always wonder why I'll never be able to give myself to her and this is why. And I don't, and he said, he's like, I don't want to be a dejected father, a dejected husband, and that's what makes him drop his backpack. And, you know, 
Thank you, Adelia. Sorry, it's just he drops his backpack and he goes to the door and he's just like, yeah, like, honestly, girl, I want to live. I want to pass my life through you. You and I together. <laughs> That's my life. You, yeah. Pass. Pa- you, you know how people say that before? I want to pass. No. I want to pass my life. You've never heard that before? No, I'm learning something new right now. Yeah. People say it all the time. I want to pass life through. Um, with you by my side or whatever it is but like i think that's really cute because that's what it feels like i mean i think it really captures what a soulmate is um and so he's talking to her um from the one side of the from the door and he's just like well you know what girl i i'm sorry like i didn't mean what mm-hmm. i said um i love you and no i love you ah! <laughs> they do say it i think at they the do end. say it at the end but i like how they talked about which is, I really like this because they're not envisioning their lives together. He says like, we're soulmates. We're soulmates. Um, like I'm into you. I want us to be married. I want us to, you know, possibly have kids. And, just, and she's just like, she's almost like asking she, all yeah, these questions. Like, like, what is our what's the child name gonna be? Like, where are we gonna live? He's like, we're gonna live in Lagos. He's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. And we're, we're gonna have a dog, and she, gonna the dog's gonna dog. like you we're better than me. House. We're gonna have kids. And she's like, do we have kids? And she's like, the first one's a girl. Um. And then and she's like, what's like, her name? name is austin no no because no. then he's like i can go that far i i didn't think about names because boys don't think about names it's such a girl thing to do and then she, she start thinking about names <laughs> where are the fathers please no really where are the fathers <laughs> every episode cannot be fathers in the home fathers in the home no, because is it not <laughs> where's Junie's dad on a business trip where's, he's making money oh, okay sure fathers in the home so <laughs> And then where's Obi's dad? In America exactly. or on the way to America or in the Libyan desert. Oh, you know what? He's where the Titanic is. He sank right to the bottom. Um, And then, uh, but then she's like, okay, well, I want to name my kid Austin as in. After yeah. her favorite author, Jane Austen. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, that's a, that's a strange name. <laughs> you know, so that's weird. But uh, if you like it, I love him um and she opens a door they stare at each other and this is the first time um they say i love you um but then i actually think they she climbs onto the bed before they do the whole i love you's i think it was a very cute thing i think something they do or becomes part of their routine moving forward um she reads to him yeah he never so, read he said he doesn't even read no he That's said he reads his textbooks which yeah. honestly a practical a lot of people he does that <laughs> a dreamer and a Dululu Duni. Yeah, to be you fair, though, when you're books. when you're rich, you have time to do passive activities so like read. Do not dream. No, read you fiction. do dream, but your dreams are different. And I'm okay. not saying poor people don't read, but I'm saying like, be honest. You've seen Obi's schedule. It's go to school. Church, there's church Wednesday and Sunday. Fair enough. And then on Saturday, he doesn't have time to sit around. He has to go to the market. And so, when is he having time to be reading Jane Austen? Enjoyment? Yeah, maybe there's no time. Maybe there's no time for him. Um, but they get into this routine where um, Dooney would read to him. So they're actually on her bed, and they're and he's laying his head on her lap and she's reading the first couple of chapters of pride and prejudice uh really not really much is going on in those first couple of chapters um, yeah i don't know why he liked it so much <laughs> no really i think he just likes the fact that she was reading it yeah I, we've all read pride and prejudice here like the first couple of chapters are okay um and he's just he it just settles in him that he loves this girl and he he finally says i love you and um i guess she says i love you back and um that's chapter 21 
No, he says, I like the book. And then she's like, what do you think of Austin now? And then he's like, I like it. But I think I'm here to say she could have said, let's name our kid Shrimp. And with just it, one or two convincing. Like, what are you asking for his approval? He's going to say yes regardless. That's he like, okay. said yes. I said that's irrelevant. <laughs> there's there's not much Dooney can really say that could, you know, <laughs> that that boy could say no to. But, um. Yeah, and then they say, I love you. Aww. Um, that's cute, whatever. And then we move on to chapter 22, or back in present day. Y'all, we still at the coast of Lagos, man. Like, I think we should stay there. <laughs> yeah, in Dreamland, Barbie Land. Um, and we catch Dooney on the phone with her friend, Emma, I believe. Emma's in Seattle, I guess, like, they're good friends, been friends for a while. Emma has kids, and she's she's making cupcakes like a in the middle of the night because her kids got something to do here, and God knows what mothers do nowadays, y'all. But y'all carrying this society up because she's making uh. cupcakes. She doesn't like to bake. Um, and Emma wishes Dooney was here to help her out, but like you know, it is what it is. Um, and yeah, so of course you know they had a little little tip, so everybody's. <laughs> hi how's it going so she hangs up the phone with emma and she hops into her bed prior and prejudice on her hand i'm like okay here comes a book. not her comfort book yes yeah, a comfort book and i think everyone should have a comfort book. this might become mine um sure i, I said it yeah it's okay i mean it's ready on your bed because i read it at night that's, I mean, it it's sense. a beautiful cover and he's and cute. The cover, it's, I'm just going to say, the cover for this book is my favorite one so far. I think it's beautiful. I absolutely love the the shading of it. I'm actually going to find out who the illustrator is. Hmm. Let me go find out who the illustrator is. Um, And so she's reading her comfort book, Pride and Prejudice. Um, She's upset a little bit because they had an argument about her mom. And he's just like, well, I want this girl to forgive me because I want to get some. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't you do Obi like that. Um. And so, you know, she reads a little bit. He lies on her lap as she reads and, you know, just takes him back to the beginning. Oh, rather that day of when they went out, when they went to her place. Um, and her voice is so smooth, soothing to him. And he's just like, oh, lovely. And, you know, Obi starts to open up. And I did not know that Obi was actually interested in finding his father. But he actually con he confesses that he's been, he hired a PI to look for his father. Yeah. And I said, oh. Why would you want to find him? Because he wants to know what ha he says. Mother died without mother. having the um, the satisfaction or the peace of knowing what actually happened to him. Does he find his father? And he doesn't want that for himself. I don't know, Hana. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Um. Just read the book, man. Just read the book. Okay. I mean, I understand him looking for his father. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and then I think they also, Dooney talks about Yagba's dreams, um, which are starting to upset her. And, you know, he was just like, well, you know, her, I thought like the first time we met that you talked about your grandmother and her dreams and never upset. She's like, well, and now it is <laughs> because she's saying so. Because she said, what did you do? Yeah. yeah Dooney, you should, you should really clock that in into your soul. What did you do? And I don't think it's a cheating. And I'm I'm starting as I was reading through chapter twenty two. I'm like, it's cannot. It's not the cheating. It's not the cheating. She did something crazy. Um, and then they talk about this scar in their palm. Man, he wants to talk about it because he 
he thinks something happened with the blood oath. Yes. And she doesn't want to talk about the same reason she doesn't want to talk about her grandma and the things her grandma's seeing. And he's like, and she runs off again. And he's like, are we just going to, is this how it's going to be every single time I ask you something and then you get upset and then you go. And she's like, I just need time to like, to sort through it all. And I was like, girl, hurry up. We only got halfway of the book left. Exactly. Um, (laughs) And, Um, and she says doses and he's like, okay, I understand. Like, like, let's go slowly. You know what I mean? Like 12 years we're trying to like catch up like i love it when they use that quote too talking about um the future's ready plan and they're just trying to catch up yeah she's catching up real slow but it's okay girl you learn eventually so but she accidentally turns around she somehow he's not seen this she'd done somehow a great job of avoiding this but he sees her tattoo for the first time yeah on her shoulder and it says austin and he's just like Um, and then he gets a knock on the door and, uh, apparently he does ask her about it first. Let's just mention. He does, but she doesn't give anything out. He's just like, what the hell's going on? I think it worries him because he's like, Austin was the name Name for our daughter. daughter. (laughs) And so it's just like, girl, is this person alive? Dead? What's going on? But then of course, um, he gets that knock on the the door saying that Gigi is looking for him. I don't know why Gigi is here, but like. Something about her, her. Oh. She was supposed to be in South Africa filming, so I don't know why Maybe, she's here. I don't know if the view is that the next. No, we found just chapter, like something about her. Her film gets delayed or something. Girl, no, chapter twenty two ends. Oh, sorry. With him just walking out and like saying, "I'm all oh, right." I'm well, that's back. a spoiler, guys. Gigi's uh, film gets delayed. I'm like, <laughs> and then she and the chapter ends like <laughs> this. Chapter ends talking about it's his biological rights to to know what happened what did she say she said he had a biological right to it to so there was a baby somewhere and that and so i wrote here pregnant (laughs) (laughs) i said pregnant abortion what's going on i said abortion i was like it had to be an abortion because i my (laughs) mind was spinning and spinning and she's saying that the days were hard and she kept and i was emailing him i'm in trouble i'm in trouble and I know he read the emails, but I know she didn't disclose. Because if, yeah. if she said she was pregnant, the man will find his way to America That's somehow. The thing. I hate when people... Okay, let's talk about it. Because why the fuck uh-huh. would you put in an email, I'm in trouble? I would think just like Obi, oh, she's just trying to get my attention. Yeah, I think that too. If you're actually in trouble, put it in paper. Yep. Like, you're not a very serious person. And I'm going to say something else. If you were, If you truly wanted to, you could have called Paul told paul the driver go to obi's house tell obi that i am pregnant give him this letter that i've written but you didn't do that Mm -hmm. you didn't exhaust all possible options Mm -hmm. but anyways so now honestly got my mind spinning about how she got why she was in america how she got there like the whole thing like did her mom know there was something wrong they kick her you know how they ship you to different Mm. places did that happen was she was when she was there she didn't realize she was pregnant did she get an abortion or did she like i don't know like it could be a lot of things i don't know why i should keep a child (laughs) at that age (laughs) i yeah but she said she failed her first year so maybe that was it i mean it could also just be the fact that she spent half the year struggling to be pregnant or the first three months which is already one semester semester is only 12 weeks actually yeah struggling to try and figure out what to do the stress of that the stress of being in a new country who won't fail (laughs) yeah i mean 
fair enough. Um, but those are the 22 chapters, and that ended in a cliffhanger for sure. Because I was like, wow, his he had a right to know his biological right. I said, girl, what's going on? Um, and do your mom know anything? <laughs> and maybe that's why she's upset that he would defend her so strongly because she's like, you have no idea what this woman has done. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And uh absolutely loved these riveting mm, 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 mm. like how I described in the intro, spellbinding. That's what it was. It's like she put magic on it because it's extremely interesting. The plot is getting thicker, the content is getting stronger, the writing prowess is mm, let me tell you, Jane can write a book. She can write a book. I'm actually gonna get her I'm gonna buy her other books as well, just for the writing. I do think we should read Sweetest Remedy on the pod. I think so, too. That or the Tethered one? No, Sweetest Remedy. Why? Why is that one? Because <laughs> Tethered is not Black Love. It's not? No. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I, I haven't read the blurb for the other books, but I, I just picked up the most popular one that I see that people talk about, and that was the Tethered one. Y'all do love yourselves. So. Fair enough. It sells. It sells. <laughs> um, so far, I'm. I have to give the book an eight. <laughs> I'm at a ten still. Uh, it's because you read the books. You see the difference between you and me. Um, yeah, but originally I was at like an eight point five. Definitely a strong A because there's some strong ass stuff happening on it. Um, yeah, that's all I have. I'm so curious to see. Oh my god, there's so many things. I just want to. I can't wait for the recap of the day when everything hit the fan. I cannot wait for what her and her mother are going to have a serious conversation about what happened, their relationship. Mother-daughter relationships are so difficult. I don't know listen. how they're ever going to get through this one. Listen. It looks physical, violent, brutal, unforgiving. Listen. I don't know what Ia Agba is going to say. Girl, tell me more dreams. What else do you see, girl? I actually don't want you Shake to tell that me anything ball. else. Shake that A-ball. Tell okay, me which way to go. First of all, that is the white man's magic. <laughs> I'm making a little jokey joke. Um, And Obi... I don't know if she, I, I know you and doing it destined to each other, but yeah, I, I want to find out if his father is alive, dead or just deadbeat. Yeah, those are my um, my um, unanswered questions. I will say this when I read it at this part, I was like, you know what? A bastard like this would make it to America. He wouldn't get lost in the desert somewhere. Someone like this, he would be so evil enough. Because, you know, evil people, good things happen to them to a certain extent. Yes, evil people? Girl, let me tell what I heard. I heard evil people. No, no, no. Evil. Evil. Evil, guys. Evil. No, don't make it sound like I say that off the podcast. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no you don't. Evil. You don't. But I heard evil, evil. I said, what? No, no. Evil. Okay. E-V-I-L. E-V-I-L. All right. E-V-I-L. Evil people. Right. Like, they, they will succeed to a certain point before faced with their actions. I was right. like... It almost would be too, like... It would be unrealistic if he hadn't made it. <laughs> yes. And then just the way in which they said, like, his mom never found out. And now that he's looking, yeah, it just feels, you know... I don't know if I would look. No, I would look. I would look. I think I would look, but I would look at the same time. Like, this age. Yes. I wouldn't look at... Me. He didn't have the resources to look before. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... But yeah, I think I have to be much, much older, more like, quote unquote, like settled in what's going on in my life to less, to now re-traumatize myself <laughs> into the past. Like, really, because 
he knew his father was not coming back, but he's like, now he needs to really find out where the hell did this go? I know. And yes, I said to that father. <laughs> um. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for tuning us tuning in. Um, in these last couple of chap- chapters, uh, I think it was so interesting. I'm gonna tell you guys right now, like the girls say on on TikTok and Twitter, don't run, sprint. <laughs> Okay, I need you to do a little Hussein Bolt and make your way to your nearest bookstore and purchase this book. We don't like to support like, I'm the dead Bezos serious. man, but the book is on Amazon because it it's was not in Amazon. Our local. It's at Barnes and Nobles. It's at Indigo Chapters. It was not an Indigo chapter. It wasn't. I didn't. You know what? No, it was not. I think it was out of stock when I got. Yeah. When I tried to get it. I also so it should be girls check go to indigo and ask a rep like is this book here if not then you have to go see the bezos man yeah we don't normally like to support the bezos man but, but... i'm telling you right now get the book if you get an ebook just get it i don't yeah, care how e-book. y'all do it even if you it, know what? just get the book if you are at the toronto library and you are currently waiting for the audiobook i have it i will let it go and give it to you just give me no, like a week it. they <laughs> give out they give out like five or six of them and so you have one of multiple, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm just willing to give her her spot for you. Um, of course, if you guys have the Libby app, just download the Libby app, put your um, library card in there, put your pin in there and get the audiobook or get the actual book. I'm telling you right and now. And while you're on your phone, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram. Send us an email at romanticallylit at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us what you think of the book. Tell us if you're also obsessed because you know why I'm obsessed. No, um, this book right here is so special. I think everybody who is just into rom-coms or just life in general, if you're a living being right now, on this planet earth buy the book yes please do please um, support Janie garu like <laughs> this Ugh. oh mm, just like candy ryan you are the one the <laughs> woman that you are oh my god you are an icon i'm gonna say this now Ugh. i really don't know what next book we can read that's gonna top this but i'm i'm like y'all this is a gem yeah 100%. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.